Guardians, Dan Finity here. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, sorry that this didn't come out on Friday. Had a little bit of a family emergency uh, that we needed to take care of over the weekend. So uh, didn't get around to editing the episode. But I have for you today an awesome tier panel with Ill Physics and Mano Destra. Tony, we've had on before. Great PvP mind. Mano Destra is a PvE Sherpa. He also makes awesome videos on YouTube. Be sure to check those out. On a personal note, I am doing my yearly performance review. I do this every year to get your feedback about my content, about the podcast, about my streams, all sorts of stuff. You'll be able to find a link to that in the show notes here. Some of that includes possible changes to the show in the future. So uh, fill it out. Let me know what you think and uh, how I'm doing. Without any further ado, enjoy this conversation with Ill Physics and Manodestra. So that final shape thing, mm-hmm. I found a service that allows you to use multiple Twitch stream stream keys. So theoretically, what could happen is if we were to do another one of those in the future, like for a uh. reveal or for like the gaming awards, like a talk over type thing. Uh. If I had the stream keys for every streamer there, I could push it the exact same production from my computer to like all eight. Streams. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. But, so, but then, but then, uh, there's only one problem. I don't trust you. Oh no, I understand you think that. You think I get no. I understand. My key. That's crazy. No. That's crazy. Mono, <laughs> I, yo, Mono seemed like a really upstanding, worthy, like individual in the community. You know, but I try. Damn, you, be, you be, you be. I don't know, man. I be seeing your Twitter, homie. Like you be getting kind of okay. wild up there on Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah. Look, I've been going through a little bit of it. <laughs> I'm not lie. Twitter, and that solves a lot of the issues. I've, I've, I've learned that Sitter is not worth the. Tr- like, I'll put out a couple of things. I'm not worried about growing my follow. Like, how do I say it? I I want to be able to build my following there, but I'm not willing to sacrifice like the, well the mental. It, it's so much. Yeah. It's yeah. working for it's so a lot. little, and with the amount yeah. of time I have, I'd rather invest it in either like what with little time I have either like working, prepping some videos for the next season or yeah. streaming stuff with the community and stuff like that. Yeah. So that would be much more like what I would do and just spending time on Twitter. It's such a mental, like, no, thank you. No, it's, it's gotten worse for sure. You know, especially if you're literally not following anything, but destiny, like creators and destiny, you know, community yeah. folks, you know, no, no disrespect, of course, to the, you know, this is not one of those, you know, uh, like generalized statements in the sense that there, there are plenty of great folks, you know, uh, pushing both content and also just, just great community and great mm-hmm. you know, mindset and great, you know, encouragement, whatever else, um, great info, um, in the destiny community. Dan is a, a great example of that, um, who, who tweets regularly, but, uh, but you know, it's just, everybody's real down right now. Yeah. Um, and I think you know it's tough not to be down right now. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I would agree. agree, but I, I think, I think that if, you know, especially if you have a platform, I mean, we're already kind of getting mm-hmm. into it a little bit because yeah, this has definitely been something that's been on my mind a lot whenever I literally, whenever I step on Twitter and, and look at anything Destiny related, you know, if mm-hmm. you have like a substantial platform, like there's no reason to add to it. You right. Know? There's no reason to add to it at this point, especially, you know, at like this point, say, there's, there's no new information. First week, first week, first like few days or whatnot. You know, we mm-hmm. were all, we were all like, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I can't believe this. You mm-hmm. know, the shock is done. Like there's no new information. There's yeah. no, like, why are we still going? You know, 
There's no new data. Clicks are a, so. clicks are a hell of a drug, man. For real, yeah, man. For real, and it is just ruining, ruining like everything. It just reverberates through, like especially from the larger, you know, uh, platforms mm -hmm. on on down. You know, um, I was looking at a tweet from, you know, Sir D, and Sir D said a very like very well. Um, you know, people just out there ruining, like literally going for going for clicks, going for likes, going for mm -hmm. you know, uh, like ad revenue and stuff like that. And on the back end, literally destroying the base from which they're getting their ad revenue. So it's all, yeah. you know, we talk about, we talk about short-term micro transactions in Destiny yeah. 2, you know, uh, out cannibalism here, that you know, you know, it's the same, you, you out here, you know, judging, you know, Bungie with these, these short-term micro transactions, trying to get this short-term fill, you know, and it's the same, you're literally doing the same thing and destroying, yeah. you know, what, what community we have left with the folks that are left. Um, and, uh, and yeah. So it's just like, man, it's it's over, man. It's over. Like, you can't say something. Just go ahead, just cut it off, man. And I think keep part it of moving. it too is that there's. I find that a lot of people who are talking about it are still talking about the news itself instead of reflecting mm. and being like, "This is a way." This this is a video. The human I've element of it. Well, not just the human element of it, but like this is a video I've been working on for a little bit since all this stuff happened because I don't need the person to be the person that reads a Paul Tassie article and that's my yeah, video, right? Yeah. Um. I am the kind of person like I've always I, I don't want to say I'm late, but I like to reflect on things like this. The same no, most definitely I, my dungeon videos always come like a week or two late because I really think through them. I really organize them. And I feel like right now with no new data and there's no other news that we've got right now, you're not going to get any clicks because people have just been like, I'm going to play Remnant 2 or yeah. I'm going to play my Baldur's mm. Gate 3. Uh, I've been going back and playing just when I have a little bit of time. Like, <laughs> this is me doing laundry last night, like, 2 in the morning. Um, I just started playing Bioshock again, just for the hell of it. Yeah. A solid um, game. Yeah. It, and I, uh, I I went flawless twice this weekend. My only desire now to play Destiny is to get the stupid wing searing shipped because I cannot <laughs> get it. I have tried. I have gone flawless every week once or twice, and I cannot get it. And That's I'm crazy. so over it, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know if you do trials, but if you ever want to do a card and bring Tony, no, I, 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 no, I, choose, I choose I choose happiness. Uh, honestly, I choose happiness. I like that. Yeah, of, it's, the, it's really... of the two of us, Tony would be the one that would be more more likely to do it. I. Not at yeah, all. I don't even know if that's the case anymore. You know, <laughs> PVE, PVE folks yeah. be dabbling, but you see this skin is it's glowing, yeah. man. I feel, I feel, yeah. Nah, that's, that's you look I effervescent. Do I do not. Is what you whatsoever look, touch you look it. Great. <laughs> Haven't touched it in here. like a minute. Go outside and touch grass. Enjoy yeah, the, yeah. Enjoy the weather before it snows. Yeah. I think. I think another thing is that like, for me, for me, with going back to like the whole Twitter conversation, is that like I am. I don't just focus on on Destiny Two when I'm thinking of the news, like, or when I when I'm reading through constant information. I'm I've got like a bunch of gaming news outlets that kind of help put into perspective the section that we're in. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. No, no, and no, no. Yeah, I think that that like it's I am fine with being righteously indignant at the way corporations handle their employees. And I can also be excited for video games for the people who are developing the games and who, who were there to develop the games. Yeah. And those two feelings are, are, ex, are, are no, separate they don't, they don't from one another. Be, yeah. 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 They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and, so and that that goes back to you know definitely got to want to give shine to like I'm I'm surprised honestly at was two things. One is is what Mono said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I mean, it's just like in general, like, always iterate, always you know, uh, like have your own kind of like take, uh, like uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess it's just, you know, it works. So people just literally say the same thing like 20 different ways, but it's the exact same thing. But there's no sort of iteration on top of that. There's no sort of yeah. like bringing your own perspective into the mix and saying something new. Um, and that's something that is just kind of, uh, I don't know, inherent in yeah. kind of just the engagement farm in general. I feel like, man, since blah, blah, blah took over, you know, Twitter, I feel like, it's, you know, the algorithm algorithm has been pushing it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, because feelings, you know, matter more than fresh, uh, fresh words, fresh thoughts, mm-hmm. fresh ideas. Um, but then also I, I wanted to go back and kind of just give credit as well to, it's been refreshing to see a couple of very, very large platforms. Some of the largest platforms come through with saying exactly what you just said, Dan, you know, ensuring mm-hmm. that folks know, you know, you can be excited about the game and, you know, or, or even the game direction or even, um, you know, kind of celebrating the work of, uh, folks that are still there at Bungie um, yeah. or folks that, uh, you know, um, are no longer there, uh, but celebrating that work for next season um, while also, you know, like not being happy with the way that corporations across the board, you know, continue to um, dismiss and, mm-hmm. um, you know, under undervalue, you know, um, their workers, the employees. Yeah, most definitely, especially the folks on the ground floor, you know, and the same thing yeah. specifically for the for the dev industry, for the game dev industry. So, um yeah, um, always, you know, want to give credit where due. Uh, Sir D with that, uh, gigs mm-hmm. coming through with exactly mm-hmm. what we were just talking about. Um, and that's not necessarily something I feel like, and not, you know, not dismissing anybody. And it's not like I've seen everything, but I'm just saying um, it's not something I feel like some of our larger platforms, mm-hmm. are, you know, some people are growing up, you know, some mm-hmm. people are uh, kind of like taking that, taking that community lead a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely appreciate seeing it. There's also, what is it? Um, God, I can't remember the phrase, but what is it? Um, it's discretion is the better part of valor. Sometimes mm. not saying anything is sometimes better than saying something. Most definitely. Like, yeah. And like, I think a lot of what's happening right now is just people. Th- this is the thing on Twitter too. I-, I think in some spaces where there's no accountability, there's digital schadenfreude. Like people, yeah. some people have been waiting for this moment for Bungie just to crash and burn. And I won't say that they're crashing and burning, but there's a whole slew of people who feel like they've been, either been betrayed, which is weird because it's a video game. Um, right. They feel like they've been betrayed or it's not the game that they grew up with. So, oh my gosh, you know, I was 16 and I remember that I was doing these things. And there's some truth to that. And there's some aspects of like, I enjoyed this game when I was younger and I got to play with my dad or my friends or yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And now it's changed and now it seems like it's different, but the devs who know, I've never met someone who does something creatively, whether it's music, art, digital stuff, uh, development. I've never met someone who wants it to fail. Yeah. It's always 100% always the person. And I, this is, this goes for teaching. This goes for creative acts. This goes for stuff in business. It's never the people on the ground floor. It's always the strategist and the, and the people who are trying to, to monetize or, or see trends that get ahead of them. It's always those folks. Mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't say always, but most of the time it's those folks who are trying to do those things. It's the, it's the same stuff with all the stuff that's been happening with Marvel. That's one of the many things I've talked about yeah. in lots of the podcasts. 
I just don't care about Marvel anymore. And it's mm -hmm. kind of, I feel like there's just too, too much. It's the same way with destiny. We've had all these seasons just like literally like thrown at us constantly. I'm reminded yeah. of like people just shooting t-shirt cannons as there's like t-shirt cannons, just constantly throwing stuff at us all the time. But hey, you get a t-shirt, you get a t-shirt, but do you really <laughs> care? Like no, at the I'm, end of the day, no. is, if it's is, if it's all the time, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it a suitor like yeah. a, you like a nice hoodie you're gonna wear? Yeah, but mm. um, it just depends. Like, and I just think that them taking a step back is gonna be good for them, and they just need to let the, just unleash the creatives because the creative developers, the the C-suite executives don't make money. This is this mm -hmm. is the thing that I've stood at many times. The people who, unless if they've been a designer themselves or they've they they have been someone who has created something or designed something. Mm -hmm. A lot of this time, and this is what I said uh, when I was talking with Evan and above and Glad, is that those people do not generate revenue. And that's mm -hmm. a hard thing to hear. Those people don't generate revenue. They monetize the things or they see the trends that the people who are underneath them are making and they figure mm -hmm. out a way to monetize it. So what they really need to do is let the developers cook, do mm -hmm. like do all the crazy stuff that they want to do and let it rip. Because the monetization right now is like, it's just it's not a good spot. And you, you like people are yeah. going to rebound from that and say, okay, enough is enough. I've got 17,000 shaders. I don't need to buy a shader in the store, even though it looks cool. You know, no one cares yeah. about that stuff anymore. Anyway, that was my rant for a second. <laughs> hmm. Well, so my first question to you guys was going to be like, how are you guys feeling about Destiny 2? But I feel like we've got I it. <laughs> That's good though. I mean, I feel it's yeah. natural. And uh, I mean, Tony, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Because I kind of just went off on my stupid C-suite executive rant. No, no I mean, fair. Uh, you know the PvP side better than than I would say Dan and I do. Yeah, uh, PvP is is the majority, um, overwhelming majority of definitely what I do and what type of content I create on Twitch for sure. And um. You know, I was talking to Dan in, in mm -hmm. the DMs, and I was just like, "Man, I don't know if I should be up here tonight, man." Because yeah, you know, like I'm I'm trying to remain constructive, but there's not much left in the tank for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking about this on Twitter a little bit. The fact that uh, um, I just I don't even feel like like giving any sort of like feedback, constructive criticism anymore, mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's just you know, I just uh, I've I've pretty much lost the passion for it. Um, because there's just so much as a PvP main, there's so much like ups and downs over the last several mm -hmm. years. More, way more downs than ups. Um, and then we just had this like pretty big high with checkmate coming through, mm -hmm. uh, rewarding, um, you know, skilled, intentional play. Folks that uh, you know, for the last several years, haven't really had that sort of supported outlet uh, for the type of play that we enjoy. Um, to truly reward us, you know, for our skill, to allow us to be proud, you know, of our skill. Uh, hence, you know, what, you know, some stuff that they, they, they led us to believe was coming sooner rather than later, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of years ago when they released a bunch of TWABs about exactly that. Um, so between that, between the weapons team really cooking, like hardcore cooking, you know, like massive respect for them. Um, yeah. The short time frame with the, with regards to the weapons changes, seeing 
how that ended up reverberating. We use that term again, reverberating through it seemed more and more through, you know, the other teams, PVP teams and teams just in general, like mm -hmm. uh, with regards to the sandbox. Um, and then seeing the PVP strike, you know, team come to, you know, come to pass as well. Yeah. Um, and seeing them actually like in real time cooking and things come out of that, you know, yeah. actions and results and execution come out of that. Um, uh, and then to see, you know, um, that, uh, folks were laid out, laid off, um, and, uh, you know, a large, large, you know, that ended up affecting the PVP strike team on top of that. I, I have no clue. You know, this is, this is separate from the fact that, you know, my, my first, you know, we've already spoken about like the corporate implications and, mm -hmm. and how, how, how disappointing that is, especially across like game dev just in general, but, yeah. um, separate from that, um, and specific to PVP and to Destiny 2 PVP, it's just, uh, it's just disheartening, you know? Yeah. And I'm no longer really myself personally, I'm no longer ambivalent, ambivalent being, you know, I don't really care one way or the other. And I'm more just like pessimistic and, uh, just yeah. kind of planning to do more variety. Cause it's just, there's not much left for somebody like me to do, mm -hmm. um, in Destiny 2. You know, I've already pushed where I want to push and there's no real space in Destiny 2 that allows me to continue to, to express that, that skill in a way that's, you know, a rewarding mm -hmm. gameplay loop. Um, you know, checkmate. We'll see how it ends up playing out next season. But I guess, I guess really the point is with all of this happening behind the scenes, there's no guarantee that the, the, the spark of collective mm -hmm. will towards improving and evolving pvp will will continue next season and into final shape um especially mm -hmm. with final shape um you know we're gonna get we're gonna get obviously a lot of changes with that and always with lightfall witch queen something always happens that ends up setting pvp back for like a year last mm -hmm. time we got the 3.0s set us back two years mm -hmm. you know just about um and so you know those those pain points are still not a lot of those pain points still not addressed still not even on the table to be addressed as far as uh like them letting us know um that uh, that those pain points are going to get addressed so it's just like i'm I'm pretty pessimistic about it and mm -hmm. i just i honestly I'll, I'll continue to uh speak mindfully and and to give constructive feedback when mm -hmm. asked but i'm i'm pretty I'm pretty pessimistic about it honestly pretty yeah. pessimistic about it did the forming of the strike of the strike team give you any hope when it when it was first announced? One hundred percent. That you'd see, yeah, yeah. It gave me gave me some, like my thing is if I'm gonna play the game, like a good mm -hmm. a good part of the mental uh, game that comes with Destiny Two PvP is if I'm gonna play the game, I'm gonna choose. If I'm gonna invest yeah. that much time. I'm gonna choose to have hope. You know, if you don't. You know, it's just going to be not the best mental place for you if you're out there doing at least 40 hours a week, you know, mm -hmm. playing Destiny 2 PvP, right? And so, yeah, it most definitely did because it was, um, you know, probably the most focused internal change I feel like we've had mm -hmm. uh, with regards to PvP um, since the hiring of more uh, devs specific to PvP. Mm -hmm. Um, and arguably this was even more focused because it was something that is kind of like a rapid fire team. Um, folks that were to make changes relatively quickly in the crucible, whether it be specific playlists or otherwise, sandbox, you know, weapons, et cetera, or otherwise. Um, and, um, you know, on top of that, uh, you know, we just, we initially, we, we saw changes almost immediately, you know, as soon as that was announced. 
yeah. um, that were in uh, the vein of what was discussed. So yeah, most definitely. Um, I was I was pretty hopeful. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, when it comes to what what changes we know are coming to season twenty three, we're going to be having that's part of this tier list here. Like when it comes to like the the changes to hold on, I need to bring some I need to bring some mm. things up. Document. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've got sources, gang. I got sources here. Um Yeah, so we just got this huge um update about rewards, matchmaking, playlists, and modules coming soon yep. to season twenty-three. Do are any of these exciting to you? Are any of these do do some of these feel like a step back rather than like a progression forward? Um, are we spe- are we speaking specifically to PVP? Yes. Let Tony. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try to be you know succinct about it. Uh, I mean, like the things that immediately came up to me is uh, showdown and supremacy. You know, are two of the most underdeveloped, uh, rewarding playlists that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, or modes that we have, and they look like they will continue to be uh, underdeveloped outside of kind of like a quick play type of fashion. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we didn't even get any sort of update on Supremacy. Supremacy is fantastic. It's a fantastic evolution of the Slayer mode simply because of the fact that it, you know, what's what's the number one thing that, you know, plagues us uh, since the 3.0s, especially since Void and Solar came out. You know, people don't want to move. People aren't incentivized to move. Um, people aren't incentivized to navigate the map as maps were meant to be navigated, you know, and, and you know, go on that streak, go and drop into that focus state um, and uh, and try to, you know, go back to back engagements as soon as they recover. You know, that used to be a thing. Um, and it's something that was de-incentivized since the, three, the 3.0s. People were playing much, 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 much more defensively. But again, I don't need to necessarily explain that. So anyway, Supremacy does a lot to kind of address that because now you have a Slayer mode. Um, and this is not an old mode, obviously. This is not a new mode. Mm-hmm. You know, even in COD, we had the kill confirmed. I think that yep. was the first kind of iteration of this sort of thing. Um, but, you know, after you get a kill, then you're incentivized to go actually pick up the crest as well. And those mm-hmm. crests can drop anywhere on the board. So there's no, you know, particular point of interest on the board where uh, it's, you know, that's where the objective is. It can drop anywhere because engagements yep. can happen anywhere on the map. Um and if they just tune the super usage stuff a little bit, it would be, you know, like the new best, like sixes mode in particular, and may even work quite well in threes because we tested it quite a bit in private matches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Showdown, uh, you know, they, they, they had that in comp for a time uh, and they just never really did anything with it. And it looks like it's coming out of comp, you know, and it was one of my favorite modes in comp. It was a nice reprieve from survival basically Mm -hmm. um and limited revive type of playlists um and uh and still allowed kind of an an evolution of the slayer mode right but still allowed some sort of competitive uh round based um objective right um so you know kind of disappointed um in that right there i guess i'm happy that showdown's there but i don't even see supremacy mentioned um happy Mm -hmm. to see uh salvage potentially coming back um but I, I, you know, as far as like the big picture here, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of with Frostbolt when he was talking about kind of confused on, you know, what's going on with. I'm looking at the diagram right here again. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we're looking at the selection for Clash, for Sparrow Control, Competitive, Showdown. It's just like, look, we ain't got the pop for all this, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got so many playlists. We ain't got the pop for all that, man. Like, please, condense this down. Like, get, get, get rid of at least. Get rid of at least, you know what I'm saying? Like, like condense two of these down to one because, yeah, mm -hmm. I, want, I want options, you know? We ain't got pop for that. And you want to do all this, like, skill-based matchmaking versus control. I don't know what's connection-based. I don't know what's loose, what's tight. I don't know. I don't know what's going mm -hmm. on, man. Keep this simple, please. You know? And it's just like, and then we got, you know, all these relentlesses and parties and stuff like that. It's too much. It's hella confusing for a game that is, you know, meant to be relatively casual, especially if you're trying to have, like, you know, actual casuals come through, yeah. PVE folks come through. This shit is confusing. It's confusing. This, so This feels like when, like, they... It feels like they did this way early in Destiny 2. Like, I want to say before Forsaken. They did it in they, original D1 vanilla. And this is going to go to what I'm going to say, because, yeah. like, I have some thoughts about, like, what Tony is saying. And, like, I want him to keep going, though, because it's very interesting to hear a, P a PvP main speak about it, too. So I want to let him keep mm. going. Keep going. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, and so it's 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 like even for somebody that's played more PvP than most people in the world, this this is confusing. This is too much. It's too much. And it's just like in order to do as much as they want to do specifically with control with with uh skill-based matchmaking, you got to have a population that's thick. I mean, PvP right. is all about population simply because of the net code and the connections and stuff like that. It's got to be thick. Even for connection-based matchmaking, it's got to be relatively thick. You know, anybody's trying to play the same team over and over and over again. Um, and uh, so anyway, um, you know, they should focus on that first. Always. It's got to be pop. Same thing for like uh, trials. It's just like, why do we have these duos still, man? Like, why we got all these duos? Mm -hmm. It's just like, look, I want ideally fireteam based matchmaking. Uh, something else that still requires a substantial population. I, I want people to go in with just their one friend. You know, fire team based matchmaking, matching the duo in a solo, but it's killing both the solo playlist and it's killing the threes playlist, you know? And then the classic thing with threes, you know, that everybody just really enjoyed with that 3v3 environment with their friends each weekend, that's being ruined, you know, that classic mm -hmm. experience that we've all uh, been kind of accustomed to for the last like several years, obviously. Um, and then also, if you're just talking about, coming from like a marketing and like content creator space, just look at, look at that and how, you know, that ends up ruining, uh, you know, when people want to do like trials carries or trials help, you know, like that, that mm -hmm. sort of marketing, that sort of content creation, you know, that benefits Bungie um, in, in the long run and in the short run as well. Um, so it's just like, that's, that's, that's not beneficial. I'm not out here necessarily advocating for, uh, you know, service streaming per se. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the point, you know, but I think we can all kind of see the line directly between um, the marketing that comes with uh, trials every weekend and people doing trials help and that sort of thing. So uh, it's just, you know, there's this, so it's, it's deep, it's deep. It was like one yeah. more thing uh, as well. Um, but, you know, I'm going to give them the uh, benefit of the doubt with Checkmate. They said, yeah. uh, you got some tuning coming with Checkmate. Uh, it said something about promoting more uh, weapon diversity in Checkmate. And uh, and that's cool. You yeah. know, that's cool. I think that they've done a fairly good job so far with not taking it too far. But I think that Bungie just has... Yep. 
got to keep in mind, you know, that some weapons are better represented or less represented in Checkmate because of the substantial high ease of use of them. Mm -hmm. And if you end up pulling them up, you know, to match, for example, hand cannons, which are one of the tougher, like, archetypes to pop off with these days, most definitely. Definitely the one, you know, one of the ones. It didn't always, always used to be that case, most definitely. Um, but if you end up, you know, like, misbalancing that, that ease of use with that um, precision shooting, because keep in mind, the hand cannons just got a body shot reduction, you know, mm -hmm. on the damage, which I completely support, completely support. Force those headshots. If it's going to be primarily hand cannons in there, you know what I'm saying? Force those headshots. And that actually ends up creating room for other weapons to come through and mm -hmm. to contribute, to, to actually contribute um, and force people to get off of those, you know, to, to hit those headshots or they just lose the TTK battle. Because the TTK battle, mm -hmm. especially with 140 RPMs, is horrible if you have to go to four hand cannon shots. So anyway... Um, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt though, because the weapons team in particular has been uh, just very smart about the, the 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 changes. That that example with regards to hand cannons, um, you know, doing less damage to the body is a really really good example. Because if you again push that TTK out, mm -hmm. uh, because somebody has to take those four shots. Um, if you force people to have to do three, then that takes some additional skill. Um, but that also leaves a lot of room for other weapons to come through and to, uh, you know, be viable um, when people, you know, aren't hitting their shots like they should. So, um, you know, uh, interested to see where Checkmate goes. Um, mm -hmm. I think weapon diversity has to be it has to be mindful if you're trying to keep with the ethos of that particular mode. Uh, but I'm certainly not saying that I don't want more weapon weapon uh you know diversity i just want to keep it you know a mode where folks are um encouraged and rewarded by by the skill with their particular weapon um to really pop so yeah thank you mano your thoughts i have a lot <laughs> so i've been writing stuff down like i got i got my pen you can see i've got my pencil like, <laughs> no i'm serious yep all right so there's all right for the first question is how does mano feel about destiny I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic, but I am not as I am not as hopeful as I have been in the past. Mm -hmm. The thing that the reason for that specifically to be as succinct as possible is that we have given them the feedback that they have needed. I have been part of that process. I have I think um Tony has been too. We have told mm -hmm. them here are the things to improve on the game. And so they have the feedback. They're either choosing not to act on it or someone is telling them not to. That's all there is to yeah. it. And I hear a lot of like, there's, oh, you know, you shouldn't use streamers or content creators. I think that that's a bad take because there's a lot of people who think that we are fundamentally different than other players in the game. And it's not mm. true. There are plenty of streamers yeah. out there and plenty of content creators who do not play the game a ton. They'll maybe yeah. have their niche they'll maybe have their their vibe or they'll have their their base thing but like they they have like a lot of the general population have a fundamental misunderstanding that somehow we engage with the game differently mm. the only engagement that we get differently is if we get bigger like maybe we can ping dmg and clean his yeah. vault like that's that's <laughs> about it or they'll be like hey you want some emblems cool or you know they'll invite mm -hmm. us to summit and stuff like that and we'll give the feedback but it's not like they can't open up zitter either and look and right. see what people are saying. But the problem is, too, is that I think there's a good designer quote for this, too, that's 
general populations of people can know that there's a problem. The problem is, is that people don't know how to fix it. That's their right. job. Like we're not designers. We're not going to be, but we can tell you because the whole thing at the end of the day is you're selling us a product, right? We can tell you when your product sucks. Yeah, we can, we can just tell you it's, it's, it's not hard. The, the tricky part is what are you going to do to solve the problem? And we've given you multiple solutions and multiple avenues to try. The question is, are you going to do something about it? And to Tony's point with PVP, they're just like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, right, right. Well, one nope. word. That's it. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we're just not going to do it. And, and, well, and it comes to, as I was writing things down, okay, I have my list. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, it leads to the fundamental problem that they need to figure out. One of the fundamental problems about PVP that they need to figure out, and this is something that COD struggles with, COD, uh, Fortnite struggles with, but they have a solution for it that but de- that Destiny doesn't does not have a solution for. How do you monetize PVP? Mm. You can't you can't fragment map populations. What like like it doesn't make the money at the end of the day. This is what's going to happen in the C-suite. Like, folks, there's going to be someone's like, why would we change stuff with PvP? We're not going to develop anything for it because why would we make money with it? Mm-hmm. They're a business at the end of the day. There's no reason for them to do it. Other than there's a there's a significant base of a population that enjoys playing it. But at the end of the day, the investment of that doesn't lead to any money for them. So that's, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm saying that's a bad thing. That's a problem they need to solve. Mm. In COD, they solve the problem because they have annual or basically annual releases. In Fortnite, they update the battle pass and the battle pass is intrinsic to what they do. There's mm-hmm. nothing intrinsic about, about the battle pass. You, the, the whole idea is that you can do free to play with Destiny 2 PvP and base. Uh, is that still true trials? There's something different about trials. Don't you have to have like the, the latest There's expansion? There's some there's some paywall stuff, most definitely. Yeah. It's not it's not mm-hmm. totally, I mean, it, it's it's accessible, but you, you got to do some work and you I think you right. do have to like, I think you might have to pay for the season as the well. Season. Yeah, 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 specifically, but then, like, yeah. But then that's trials, which is a whole nother, that's a whole nother of course, bag of cats. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that's the fundamental problem that they need to address. It is not our problem to address. We have right. told you that this is the issue. You either solve it or you don't. And if you don't solve it, you can't be mad when a significant amount of your population leaves. Mm. And it's like, like, it's just, it's just like, hey, your product isn't as good anymore. We're going to go to this other product that's more fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've been playing Fortnite Zero Build in the ranked mm-hmm. playlist and actually kind of having fun because I'm mm. not like a, I'm not like a, a Red Bulled up 16 year old. I can't build towers like an Empire State Building as soon as I take two ticks of damage, but I can mm-hmm. play Zero Build and it's fun. Um, And I don't play it for any other reason other than it's something different and it helps to like kind of hone skills. But that leads to my other, another point that I've got here, investment in PVP. And also in PVE, why do we want to play PVP or why do we want to play PVE in any general, in general, we want to Mm -hmm. do it because a it's fun B we can improve on it, which is what I would say more of the, the scrim population. Like, and Tony, tell me if I'm wrong. Like the whole idea is that you create an environment that people can improve in, and then you can increase your skill, which will help you to see better, better results when you're playing a PVP. Would you say that's basically accurate? Most definitely, most definitely, but definitely is it is you know from from doing what I've been doing with helping people get better, like the you know average people, um, you know nine to five folks get better at PvP yeah. with 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 my mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you know, it, it definitely goes well beyond like scrim players. You know, right. like there's just a seg- a large, and I know you weren't necessarily saying this, but I'll flush it out. There's a large sure. segment of, of the population 
you know, like people try to categorize everybody else. And I'm not saying, again, not saying that you're doing this, but people try to categorize everybody else as, as, as folks that don't necessarily care so much about getting better. And it's just like the average player mm -hmm. does see value in getting better, especially right. if they end up dabbling at any point in time in the comp and specifically trials yeah. for, for Bungie to push trials as much as they do, um, you know, and for folks to dabble in there, um, anybody pretty much that dabbles is, is going to want to some degree to get better at the very least mm -hmm. for that, at right. that mode. And you get, you know, you're getting right. better at that mode. You're getting better at any mode for the most part. So, um, so yeah, you know, oh, and one more thing I'll say, and I'll let you get back to it before I yeah, forget, yeah. cause I will, is that, <laughs> um, you know, like we talk about predatory, like microtransactions or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like I've said this before, I'm all about like destiny just saying, you know, like, like just, just hey, if we're not going to fund PVP, then we're just going to let PVP go, or we're just going to have mm -hmm. it be kind of like a baseline thing, but communicate that yeah, so that right. we can set expectations. So, right. you know, don't, don't keep, you know what I'm saying? Like just pulling us along, pulling us along, pulling us along. And that's what they've been doing. And it's clear that that's what they've been doing is they just pull us along. They say all these lofty things whenever the community ends up coming together on a frustration, on a pain point, and then they just they just don't they don't actually execute. They don't come through with any sort of collective will to get that done. And you know it's happened so many times that it's obvious that it's predatory at this point. Mm. You know, and right. so one or the other, fix it or don't fix it. But you know at least be straightforward and transparent with us about it so that we can set expectations with our time. <laughs> to, to, to kind of roll back around to it. So the modem playlist, like I had this as, as a C on my, on my list, mainly because I was like, this is, it seems like a C change of sorts, but I don't know if it moves the needle. Where would you um, guys sit with mm, that? So is S like, oh my gosh, it's going to move the needle. S is like the best thing ever. Yeah. Like it is, it is hands to God, the best thing that ever happened to the game. D is like, you know, it's it's not an F. <laughs> it's, it's like okay. it, it's it's usable in the game, but how useful it is is questionable. Uh, mode and playlist. Uh, man, I'm trying to decide between B and C. It's a high C, yeah. low B. I, that's know? what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, it's it's simply because I mean you know first of all we got low expectations as PVP players. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know anything. And any swap up, any change up shows, you know, some sort of collective will over there more than, you know, what we normally get. So uh, that's one. Number two, you know, we get salvage back, I think. Uh, we're getting more 3v3, like quick play type modes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to call it, honestly, like a B minus. Uh, so I call it a B simply because we get, you know, like both of those things. Some, some degree of collective will towards PVP, uh, which is a lot considering, you know, yeah. we generally get nothing or like a couple steps back. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, we're getting some 3v3 action in there as well. Um, yeah. obviously it could have been a, I don't know if it could have really been S tier without, like I said, showdown and supremacy really being, you know, thoughtfully pushed through. Yeah. Um, but it could have been a, if, you know, that pl the actual playlist selection screen, mm -hmm. um, could have been substantially more thoughtfully, like, uh, even if they kept the connection based, the skill based, whatever, you know? Um, if it was just more mindfully put together, um, both for uh, casuals, for lack of better words, casuals, and also mm -hmm. for like OGs, um, hardcore players, um, to just 
just just that UI um, and uh, and the selection for for player pop uh, being as thick as possible, then we could have gotten it to an A. But I'll put it at a low B. Yeah. What about you, Mano? C. C. Uh, as a PvP, as a PVE main, even though I play a lot of PvP, I, I kind of I'm kind of like sixty forty. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't spend a vast majority of my time in PvP, but I love PvP. I don't mind Iron Banner. I, again, I think that's another missed opportunity. Um, yeah. But how do I say this? I don't care about the other modes. Yeah. I just don't. There's no yeah. carrot for me. There's no. Oh look, I'll get my three exotics. Like as a, as an end game player, I don't care about the other modes. I just don't mm. like. Mm-hmm. Unless if there's something, and, and again, this probably is my PVE, P, how do I say this, PVE-ness coming through <laughs> without sounding dirty. Um, but there's no carrot at the end. There's no carrot for me. Yeah. Like, what, other than improving my base skill, which for me, with my limited amount of time, which would be better served in trials or competitive, if especially with the focusing that's going to go on for that, I don't, like, salvage is cool. Um, yeah. Any, any mode would be cool, but there's nothing... For me, that makes it stand out. It is cool that they are trying to bring more inventiveness and bring more modes for people even in the PvP community. But as the vast majority of the population, they, they might step in for a couple of maps, but that's it. Yeah. Which is the yeah. other reason why I'm taking it down. I, uh, the the main reason I'm going to keep it at a C is the whole scattering of the playlist. Yeah. Have yeah. it be a, have it be a weekly rotation, so it's a little bit more of an event. Now, I'm not saying we need to go back to three modes, what same right. like it was before, but about five why why can't we just give like five well how many is it supposed to be isn't it like seven or something ridiculous there's like private matches there, rumble free for all there's a lot there's what a lot it, we have like again? so we have competitive uh 3v3 ranked we have showdown 3v3 or 6v6 quick play on here um or 3v3 quick play we have uh checkmate clash which is 3v3 on labs uh rumble Private matches, clash is six v six, quick play, sparrow control. I think sparrow control alternates out um, with a few other playlists here. Like it's just I thought, yeah, sparrow have, control just, rotate out with just, just regular control or something. I want to say uh, one of the rotating control modes is sparrow control. Yes, control slides between sparrow yep, control. It does. it does. I see it rotates it, through different variations of control, including control, checkmate control, sparrow control, momentum yeah. control. Yeah, what they needed to do, by the way, was they needed to get rid of see this is the point, you know, and this is what I mean by like more thoughtfully. Um yeah. oh, let me pull this down. Um sorry, keep oh yeah, pull that up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um what they needed to do was get rid of sparrow control and clash and condense that into one playlist because yeah, just have the people, one playlist. The people yeah. that yeah. are messing with a connection based playlist are more hardcore players because those are the people that are hurt by skill-based matchmaking Mm -hmm. you know like like that's valid you know their gameplay experience is hurt by by skill-based matchmaking um the rewarding gameplay loop it's not the same you know once you start caring about improvement like valid Mm -hmm. objective improvement it's not the same as folks that you know play the game a little bit more casually or whatnot or are just you know a little bit less experienced it flips it changes i've heard that so many times over folks that come through um, you know, my community scrims, aka labs, um, get a little bit better, things just change for them and not for the yeah. best in the pubs playlist. And it just makes more and more of a dichotomy between the environment that they end up finding in our community scrims versus the wider pub population. Mm-hmm. Either either way, you know what I'm saying? Like condense those two right there because the people that would be looking for that improvement based uh, you know, kind of gameplay loop 
would mm -hmm. actually go to the competitives and to the connection-based like showdown, the 3v3 quick play over on the left. And it's easier also to maintain connections uh, whenever you don't have a full 6v6 in the yeah. lobby as well. So that would relieve some pressure on, on Bungie. So it should be the 3v3 quick play. It should be the competitive. It should be one, you know, 6v6 playlist right there. Um, and then it should be the labs down bottom in the bottom left. It could be 3v3 or 6, whatever they're doing for the labs, rumble and private matches. And that's the way it mm -hmm. should be. And that's it. And then, you know, whatever is the 6v6 should be then loose skill-based matchmaking and then just leave the showdown or the 3v3 quick play as connection-based. And it's just like... To like, me, it's... It's it's even more simple than that because I think that's great, Tony. I think that's mm. like a very detailed, like awesome, like breakdown of skill based matchmaking and the connection matchmaking and stuff like that. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. For me, looking at it, it's it, it's an even simpler thing, and it takes me a little while to get an analogy to put together. But just stay with me. Do you know why <laughs> Apple succeeded in the like in the iPod era, and now why almost everybody has iPhones? Not saying that everybody does. Do you know why? A uh, lack no. of lack of choice. Limited what choices? they did is when the iPad came, the iPod came around, and Steve Jobs came became like the the mm -hmm. CEO again. There were a bajillion Apple products. There were like fifteen thousand things. You could have all these different combinations. And what ended up happening is that people would get paralyzed by their choices. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And they would look at it and be like, oh, I I don't even know what I want. And so Steve Jobs is like, no, we're done. We're cutting all this stuff. There's four choices. And I remember like he actually had a graphic. It was like one of his first graphics. And I think it was the it was maybe the year before he released the iPod. As somebody mm -hmm. who's into technology, I've gone back and watched some of his stuff like at Macworld or some of those earlier stuff. So I like I think of that because it does also have to do with consumer psychology. Yeah. And they said we're going to have a a lap like we're going to have two branches of laptop. One's going to be performance. One's going to be more casual. We're going to have a performance based desktop, and then we're going to have a casual desktop. Done. That's it. Mm -hmm. And when I look at this as a PVE player, or I'm thinking of this as a newer player in the community, because a lot of my content on YouTube is put around like how anybody can do X, Y, and Z, or how it right. can be a little bit more casual. I look at that and I'm just dizzy. Like, yeah, yeah. It's too much. I, I don't know what has skill-based matchmaking. Do I want to do rumble? What's a prior? Yeah. What, well, let's clash. And if I'm a newer player and I'm looking at it, like you have to do all this prerequisite research into mm -hmm. it. Instead, yeah. it needs to be, it, it, there, there is a middle ground because it's, it's the Papa bear, mama bear thing. There's too hot, too cold, and just right. Yeah. Destiny 2 at release was not, was too much. It was like, here's three playlists. Deal with it, sucker. And then now this is like way too much choice. Just condense it just a little bit to keep our player population correct. I also think they're doing this also. And Tony, tell me if you think this is a wild take. I think they're trying to solve the skill-based matchmaking problem by splitting lists out. And to do, like, to give people more, like, oh, if you want to be a connection-based player, you can do Checkmate Clash. But we also have Sparrow Control. And then there's Competitive. And then there's Showdown. And then there's, like, there's all these different options to try and mm. make everybody happy. Yeah, but, but it's one of those things, again, where it's a super, it's superficial. It's, it's not, yeah, exactly. it's not, it's a superficial solution because population, again, like, matters, you know? Right. And it's just like, if, if you listen to anybody... Um, especially hardcore players that are that are the ones generally going towards a, rel a relentless connection-based matchmaking, um, or at the very least, even just improvement-focused players, right? Um, then we're talking about people that uh, 
like would would come back and tell you if you don't mind putting that back up uh dan sorry that, that, oh, yeah, that yeah. distracted a little bit um then you, you know it's going to be people that tell you you know like at i don't know 8 9 p.m eastern or whatnot 10 p.m eastern even the clash playlist even the relentless playlist you know mm -hmm. the connections aren't the best because population matters population matters even in connection-based matchmaking population matters especially if we're talking about what is a reasonable process of ensuring that there is some sort of outlier protection for less significantly less uh, experienced players as well you know that that should mm -hmm. be always something that is uh at the forefront uh when we're talking about uh, even connection based in any sort of playlist uh pvp wise we want you know those people around and those people to get hooked right so right. anyway um yeah you know like i said you know it's just like there's there's no depth in in thinking about this it just seems like it was kind of just put together with exactly what you said it's just like man we're trying to give people choices but it's just like there has to be there's too many choices a middle yeah. ground there has yeah. to be you know yeah. and like some other considerations beyond just okay we're just we're, we're gonna mm -hmm. give you choices now we didn't give you choices before you know we didn't even give you a connection base before now you know, we're giving you choices and you still complain it. Well, you know, there's there's more than one consideration here, people, you know, and I expect you to kind of know that because you, 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 this is this is your thing. It's not my thing. You know, <laughs> I shouldn't I have to tell you that, you know, that population is everything. So, again, you know, condense those two down, <laughs> those 6v6s. Then whenever Iron Banner comes around, replace the 6v6 with Iron Banner. Then whenever Tross comes around, replace yeah. the showdown replace 3v3, 3v3 quick play, mm -hmm. you know, and then checkmate clash or whatever the labs is, just have it there when it's there you know for like the four or five weeks or whatnot out of a season and then disappear and just not even display so that you only have one two three four five things you know displaying at any point mm -hmm. in time outside of if labs ends up coming through what uh, what i was gonna say dan is do you have destiny 2 open uh no i don't have it open because i've I've <laughs> I have yeah, to close it for recording purposes. Well, you know, my chat <laughs> makes an excellent point. They're like, yeah. if you want to look at the different vibes, look at the Vanguard playlist. Like, I, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm in Destiny 2 on my other PC right now. There are three choices. You got Nightfall, Vanguard Ops, Grandmasters. That's it. You go to yeah. Gambit. Guess how many nodes you have? Like two. Two. Yeah. Gambit, deal with it, sucker. <laughs> or time to match it. Uh, then you go to crucible and you know there, there's seven play there's yeah, technically seven right stark. now yeah. And, yeah. and and then you look at your legends tab to me the legends tab which is the one that's got the three old raids in it presage and prophecy like to me i look at that and to me that's the most balanced of, of them all it has five choices and obviously you're going to focus on whatever the raid is that's right you know, the focus raid at least from a pve standpoint but it, again i just think that I think, he, I think I think Tony's exactly right. Just like just just pare it down. Give people a few more a few. What would you say? Fewer choices to make it so that that the paralysis yeah. is less there because people are a lot of people who are new are going to be like, wait, okay, can I just? Oh, this one's the big the big circle and oh yeah, that's the big circly one instead of right. the tiny one. It's like it's not momentum control. You know how the logos are smaller. Yeah, people are just going to go to like, and that's why Iron Banner and Competitive are the two biggest modes right now. Like they're the they're the big ones, and yeah. um. I don't know. It's just, again, it, it just goes to like, you could make it better, but if you're going to try and create an incentive, why don't you try to create that incentive inside of the, the new mode you want to do? Why isn't there a right. cool reward? Like, hey, do this reward and we'll give you this cool sparrow emblem or mm -hmm. like, there, you know, I, I, I cannot believe, I know that development is hard. I know yeah. it is. I know it is, but I can't fundamentally believe 
that making an emblem is that hard. I just can't. I I I don't mm. believe it because like, do you know that uh, Niobe Labs was basically designed and thought up by one person? Like the Niobe Labs, no the thing not, is, not, is like not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah. And like Scar Scarrow was telling me about this, and that blew me away. I was like, wait, and like that just reflects on like obviously other people helped to design it, but it's an emblem. Like mm. I I can't fundamentally believe that like we can't come up with some cool um cool cosmetics because that's what the pvp community needs i know sep and hardcore and two hardcore talked about this is like all mm -hmm. you got to do i continue to play trials to this day even though i am not a good trials player i am average at best yeah i still go there because i want that stupid ship yeah it's the only reason right. i do it yep. because i want that cool cosmetic and i will yep. chase that carrot dust uh bungee please give me the ship this is me mm -hmm. just praying yep. for it yeah um but if you're if you have all these modes, there's no carrot for people. It's just like, hey, there's some new modes, and there's a, hey, right. you can you can take a sparrow because we screwed up that one time and left the sparrow in multiplex. Boy. <laughs> like that's the, that's, that's the whole thing. It's yeah. like it's yeah. kind of a meme at this point. But yeah. I'm half I'm half expecting them to do that with the craftening of like you know what the craftening was so much fun. Here's how you can craft do the rest of the craftening with your right. other gear. Yeah. Um, you brought and I agree with some... C. I agree with C now about as well as well. Yeah. Um. I. 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 I'll just say that I appreciate you know Mano's, uh, kind of perspective, mm -hmm. and I always just appreciate you know hearing oh, yeah, you from well. like a demographic, a, a demographic you know that is that is fairly different from mine. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that you know Mano is a casual by any means, but uh, there, you know people people always segment it as just like hardcore players, casual. That's a little bit yeah. You know, like it's, it's so a little bit, you know, it's, yeah, most definitely, it's a little bit simplistic. And you, you actually make up a decent amount, I would say, of uh, as, as far as like a demographic, maybe even just like the the you know tied tied with you know casuals or whatnot. It's just a lot of people that mm -hmm. play this game a lot, you know, just in general for whatever for whatever reason, and you know, want to see even folks that want to see some sort of improvement, but it ends up being what that improvement. This is something I've learned, you know, what what that improvement means to them like what type of improvement right. you know better with your play style you know what i'm saying it's like kd going up uh you know like i want to be able to like flip weapons and you know saying still pop off or whatnot i want to be good in this particular mode versus that one uh either way you know like the fact that you know you're talking about like the ship i was all i was so surprised that i see so many people uh excited to get that ship you mm -hmm. know this is a really good example but as a hardcore player i don't care whatsoever but that's got to right. be like one of the biggest things that I see. Oh man, I got the ship, and then this clip garners like thousands of likes or something like that. And it's just like, okay, I get it, I get it. There's people yeah. out, you know. what I'm saying this is this is this is a thing. This is a thing, you know. Um, and there's so also, there's so many incentives for the game, and I think that's actually Destiny's strong suit, Tony. Agreed. Um, I originally started. I I sucked at Destiny PvP, and then mm -hmm. I started like I did like do some trials. And I ran into some buddies who I started playing a little bit more. Uh, one is, uh, shout out to Kenshin. He doesn't play the game anymore. Specifically, he literally said to me, they've compressed the skill ceiling too too much. Uh, I'm not interested in it anymore. I can, like, there's just no reason for me to play the game anymore because, like, I can't improve. And this, this guy is just an insane sniper, which is top tier. But I learned from him. And I got a lot better. Like I was, I was originally like a point two three, and I got to the point where I was above one point one point oh KD. I'm and like one point two or something like that, which is fine for me as being a PVE scrub. But then there are the other people who are like, I average. want the, I want the shiny thing. I want to get yeah. the ship. I want to get the 
Uh, and again, this is one of Destiny's strengths. Um, I want to get level 11. I want to make the number mm-hmm. go up. I want mm. to be 1820. I want to get the seal. I want to do the triumph. That's one of the right. things that Destiny does well is that someone can be like, I want to improve in my game, but then there's other people who are like, I want the ship or I want the shiny mm. thing. I think, yeah. I think mm. your point, you're exactly right. There's th- That's one of the great things about Destiny is there's so many things that you can, yeah. that, that are rewarding. And mm-hmm. for a lot of people, that improvement is a massive step. And I think a lot of the PvP community likes that. And I feel like they haven't felt that. Like there's really, yeah. they, they'll improve, but because the skill gap has been compressed, mm. that's what, well, that's one of the reasons why people are being driven away. Yeah. Oh, most they, definitely. 100%. I mean, I said yeah. before, it's just like, there's not, there's not much else that I really want, you know, out of <clears throat> PvP. Cause I am purely like for the, like almost totally, you know, improvement yeah. focused type player always have been. Um, and it's just like, there's, there's nothing there for me so much uh, like anymore. Um, I was going to say one more thing. I would say that also um, more people than folks think are improvement focused or yeah. could be activated to be improvement focused. But I've heard so many times there's no point to it. And that's totally valid. There's no point th- to it. And, and and when you do get better, you know, you end up playing in the same lobbies as your friends play. Mm-hmm. And we all know you hate those valid as well because you know that that what people say all the time i don't i don't play with some of my friends because in connection based matchmaking because those lobbies are horrible you know for right. a variety of different reasons so my friend um, travis yeah, is you're that punished. guy that we yeah. don't play with because his lobbies are awful yeah um yeah. I, th- I think the same thing goes for like for like pve too because once you hit a certain threshold of improving over time you can only you either become like the speed run sweat or you're kind of like at that level and you've, you just, you've, you've hit the ceiling of what the content can, can offer you when it comes to challenge or along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. something that, that's why I miss, that's why I miss, uh, like Izzy swap rocket yeah. being like, that was a great example of a great, uh, you know, skill ceiling esque type type strat, you know, in PVE. And we ended up, you know, coming back down to like one weapon. I'm glad to yeah. see the bait and switch you know, kind of like leaned into that a little bit more. Right. Um, yeah. but, uh, but nonetheless, yeah. 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 Um, moving from this, this portion of the conversation to something maybe a little lighter, uh, sparrows, sparrows are all good at getting lifted up to like about like one ninety, um, to be comparable to, um, always on time. Uh, the only thing that they're missing, I think, no, this one. Sorry, I'm looking through. I made sure to go through and get all of the all of the tabs up correctly, or try to. Unless they're not here. I think it was oh, the gotta one go before this. Wasn't gotta it? go fast. Go, it's go right fast. here. It it's right here. So in season 23, we're seeing uh, all sparrows kind of get the lift up to always on time. Yep, I like uh, that. So that you could safe so you can safely swap um all legendary and exotic sparrows will also move uh will move from like 100 to 150 health to be more durable to match aot's health pool uh basically the only thing that they're not getting is that stealth uh addition that uh always on time has which i think kind of gives it a leg up when i've been running like grasp of avarice during the (laughs) my solo runs um where do you guys put uh, uh, that quality of life improvement? I'll lean to Demano. It's a B. 
It's a I B. Would it, I would, it's a B for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's cool that we have all these sparrows and stuff like that, and we can go fast, but I don't fundamentally think that the gameplay loop of using sparrows mm-hmm. is that much different. Now, that being said, there is a new mode coming out, obviously. Right. PvP. That could be interesting. <laughs> um, Levels of playing field. So that could be something that could move it to an A, but to me, the sparrows because the sparrow is fundamentally part of the is is part of some of the gameplay loops but i think it's two mm. years too late like i think if it would have come out and beyond light everyone would have been like stoked but at this point yeah. like it's such a it's such a niche change and mm-hmm. it's a cool change let me let me for the record say i think it's cool i will be busting out a bunch of other sparrows because i've all i've stapled always on time mm-hmm. to my character i've always had one on each of my three of my characters and then like sometimes i'll do the funny mini sparrows whichever ones they are for the lulls right but that's about it but i mean i might take a couple sparrows out but for me like it's not going to fundamentally change my gameplay difference that's why i can't move the needle up to an a or an s now, right. if there's a fundamental difference when there's a, a, a PvP mode based around it, and it mm-hmm. could be more interesting, or maybe the maneuverability of like using a smaller sparrow might impact that, that could be cool. That that might be an interesting thing. But for me, it's a B. Yeah. I, I had this all the way down at a D. I felt like this is like such oh. a thing that was like not a <laughs> like it's nice. It's yeah. nice to have. Fine. But oh, it's you like too high. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking like B was like the middle, like it doesn't move the needle, but it like D is yeah. like change that's to me like a D is like a change that doesn't make sense. It's stupid, and C is yeah. like like I like I think it's a bad design decision. That's why I was like okay mm. saying C for the notes, like it's a bad design decision, but a good idea. B is like it doesn't hurt anything. It's fine. Yeah, it's B it, is like a, is a nothing burger. It'll be fine for somebody. It yeah. it's, it just doesn't it just doesn't affect. Nice. I guess. Because I've been using different sparrows for the past few seasons now, just because it's like, man, I hate like I I love always on time and what it's able to do, but I'm, I'm I was sick of looking at it, so I just I had to change in order to do anything else. So I've been I've been kind of on that tip of, okay, well, just gonna be using whatever I want now, and who cares if if I get shot more because of it? Uh, when Going into uh, another quality of life change, uh, in-game LFG uh, will be, as per the Destiny 2 showcase, um, in-game LFG will be taking uh, taking center stage sometime. I'm just saying, we're really leaving that at a B. I just wanted to say, we're really leaving Sparrow. I'm leaving it. I will probably move it down. That's wild. I'd move it to C. I'd move it to C. I'm gonna move it down yeah. because See, like, I I had it I had it at it I had it at a, a D because I was like eh, it's okay it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't change it, the it, game it doesn't change it doesn't the change game, game at all like it's fundamental just, like if you're like a PvP player you don't you never use it really. yeah unless you use it in in look look <laughs> look control. it's not it's not combined arms you know right again exactly. it's like a a mode that was relatively well thought out you mm-hmm. know um very different from uh like traditional you know pvp modes right down to the maps that were used everything i don't expect that for this right here no i don't expect this... that for this right here i, I expect this no. to be a very superficial you know, you literally you know get what you see period it's based off of the accident that happened yeah. a few months back exactly like you know it, it it was like 
this is this was fun. So let's give it to them. So let's try to re- let's try to reproduce that you yeah. know lightning in a bottle like, but it wasn't even really lightning. It was like a little firefly, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as like the wider sparrow change, people are still gonna use if if no time you know uh, always on time has like a slight leg up. Then the people They'll that were using it. always on time are still gonna be using always on yeah. time. So unless it, you it straight up that... normalize it across the board, you know, across all sparrows, mm-hmm. it literally didn't change anything for the folks that are that are using it always on time right now because they still gonna be using it doing the same yeah. exact thing. It, it has that it has that stealth buff exactly, which is which keeps things from firing on you when you're when you're riding it. So now you'll still be using it for the same reason. Yeah, does that open it up? Does that open sparrows up to have more exotic perks? added to them down the line who knows but at this point it doesn't it it doesn't move the needle all that much yeah i could see it i could see it if there's and again i can't speak to it because it hasn't happened yet like if in the final shape there's large areas of the area where you can barrow that could impact it to some extent but i think tony is right on the money that's why i said a b i don't think it's like it doesn't fundamentally change the game i don't think it's Mm. bad by any means but it's not like i'm getting excited about it and yeah. So I think he's right on the money. Like, just and th- it, 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 we could move it down even lower if you guys really wanted no, to. No, I, I, think, I think feel C, like C I got, is good. I got, yeah, I got. You remember, C- I got low expectations as a PvP player. So changes, <laughs> changes, just automatic. I don't know if I'd put any change. Like, just just for the fact yeah. that it being a change, you know, I don't know if I'd put anything at D just simply because I'm so yeah. I'm so desperate for literally anything. I did. I. Just did Spur- I I looked at Spurs. I was like, this doesn't really affect the way that I play. This doesn't really affect yeah. like most of the people. Most of the people that I know, when they're dying, it's not on a sparrow. It's usually when they when they're slapping hide and shooting lead at something, and then they they lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is the entirety of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, In game LFG Fire Team Finder comes this season. Um, depending on how they implement it, I'm really excited to see how well or how bad this is. Uh, it's, it's tough to put it at, you know, I'll keep things moving along here, you know, yeah. like uh, it's tough to put that at an S without actually seeing exactly what you said, yeah. like to see how it's actually implemented and getting excited about that right mm-hmm. there. But it's easily an A simply because of the fact that this is something we've been looking for for a very mm-hmm. long time. And there's so many different like little little third degree you know second and third degree like spinoffs that are beneficial to the game um based on it as well um it's kind of like the same thing as um us moving more towards and we're going to speak about this a little bit more towards getting you know dim in game basically more Mm -hmm. dim in game um and uh and for something that is so you know lfg being you know one of those um that is so uh integral to the majority of folks that play this game lfg mm-hmm. even more than dim i would say um yeah yeah i think that it's 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 got to be an a it just can't be an s without us seeing yeah. how it's fully going to be you know integrated into uh into our experience Mano, what opinion. about you uh, i am going to give it a b because I think mm-hmm. right to Tony's Tony's point is we haven't seen it yet. We have not seen the results of it. Mm-hmm. I also have a fundamental belief that development there there's two issues. Developers' time does not need to be spent on something that community does better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and this is my argument for Dim. You guys ever watch Invincible? Mm-hmm. You guys know that show yeah. Invincible on Amazon. Yeah. You know that part where the Omni Man says, "Look at what it takes for them to do a fraction of the power of like what we have." 
Yeah. Like to me, the the dim thing in the LFG, unless if they're significantly better than like what other people have resources have mm -hmm. been putting together for years, I don't see that th there's no reason for it to move the needle. Yeah. Like it, the the questions they would have to address is the it would be in game, which is the advantage of it. And I do yes. like that part of it. The ease of use, especially say, for example, you're a console player. You don't have to go to your phone. You don't have to go mm -hmm. to an app. There is an advantage there. I think from a design standpoint, that sounds good. But truth be told, if you want to LFG, like if you want to get something done, you can do it. The problems you have to deal with is nothing that Bungie can control. Yeah. It's mm. all like, are you that jerk that leaves after two runs and you know, two runs right. of the opening encounter in Crota's end? Because, you know, everyone like one person was stranding up like 20 miles an hour, basically trying to go as fast as possible. Everyone is right. back behind. No one takes the chalice. Like those are problems that I don't know how you design for. Mm. I think mm. the advantage of it meaning the game is great. If they execute on it, perfect. Mm. Awesome. I, I would move it to an A then. But at this point, I don't see how that could be an S. Um, I think the only yeah. advantage is the fact that it's in-game and you can just join up whenever you want. I mm, do right. think that there's an advantage there, especially for people who are how I wouldn't call them more casual, but uh, don't have as many people, as many friends that play. Right. You know, as if they if they don't have like a core community of people that they they can just like, hey, you want to do a raid or you want to do a dungeon or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's an advantage there. So I can or, see or, that. Or people that like absolutely just prefer to game solo, but obviously yeah. there are things in the right. game that need, you know, you I want to do more a quick GM. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because I need like, this loot and, yeah. you know, it's cost prohibitive to try to do this solo. Most definitely. I think so for me, um, I put this on my list at a B, but I can see the argument for A. And this goes kind of hand in hand with with vault access tony 100 percent, what you're like the in-gameness of the thing of it being in the game no fuss no muss actually makes it a lot more appealing for people with a value opposition there yeah, yeah i was i was talking with my chat earlier about this and i was like there are there are so many people in the destiny community who play earth there are so many people who play Destiny who may not have Twitter, who may not get on Destiny Reddit. They may not hop into a Discord. They may not hop into Twitch to to get together with people that have a like-minded um, or to find a community of like-minded people that way. It's just fundamental. There's going to be so many more of them than what we know because of we're all all kind of like in our little discord servers yeah most definitely yeah, yeah and so i think depending I, I i think the success of this also depends on how successful the forums have been with bungie's internal forums being an lfg how successful are those overall in this experience if those are doing fairly well and they're building this tool I'm assuming that like this will take off like wildfire. Now, do I see a lot of people doing higher end like master raids off of this? I don't know. I really don't. I think for that kind of thing, there's still a place for like content creators and more like small batch communities, more niche spaces to fill that gap of like, Hey, 
we're cool. We're not going to yell at you for mm. shooting at the ground necessarily, but you should definitely be trying <laughs> like so, something like that, you know? Um, whereas I've been in LFG groups, uh, uh, that's actually where I started in Destiny was in LFG groups. Uh, okay. And I found a group in Wrath of the Machine and it was one of the worst raid, experiences of my life. It's okay, a great not, raid. Not, goat raid, maybe not the most goat experience. Okay, I hear you. Yeah, it was it, it was it was bad. It was like the first couple of weeks that we were in. I wasn't really playing with... I, I, was, I wasn't playing with content creators. I was playing mm. with buds for the most part. But when I wanted to do this raid within the first couple of weeks... I was left kind of to the wolves there. Oh and, no, Mono! Yeah. I don't believe him. Honestly, you sound like he ain't jumping to the back. He ain't jumping to the back, bro. He ain't jumping to the back. You kept on missing the back, right? That's what it dude, was. It was empowered left, baby. Come on, dude, baby. There, there's on, this Dan. one dude. There's this one dude who kept calling me an epithet the entire time, and I was like, "Dude, I cannot with you right now." And okay. I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> so I, I was the guy who quit because. <laughs> Because somebody was being shitty. I mean, yeah. I, I've been in those groups before. I remember succinct, like in Destiny 1, I was in a King's Fall with uh, a group of people. I LFG'd. I, I remember yeah. it was late at night, so I'm like, I'm not going to stream. It's just like, hey, I need to get my clear done. And I hop into an LFG. Like, I've, mm -hmm. I've, I just vividly remember this. And they have this leader there, and he's like shouting and yelling at people, and he's telling them strat. And like, I've done a lot. I got my mm -hmm. start in LFGs and stuff like that too. I ran the sword. That was the thing is like, I learned to sword bear and I would just go to LFGs and be like, Hey, by the way, I stream on Twitch, digger, digger. you know, don't grow your community that way. By the way, it's the dumbest way to do it. Just start on YouTube and make YouTube videos. Anyway. Um, I remember going into this other LFG group and we were stuck on, um, the ogre in Kingsfall. And the guy was like telling them all these bad strategies. I was like, hey, you know, I did a couple of, like, I was just super nice about it. I was just like, yeah. hey, can, can we just, can we just try this way? And he yeah. got really mad at me. He was like, no, who do you think you are? And like, he started like literally shouting me like, well, I mean, I've done this multiple times yeah. and I've run with other people. I didn't flex or do anything else like that. I was just, hey, I, I, I think that this might be more successful for our group. And we tried it like, um, we tried it like two more times his way. And then finally he's like, you guys just suck. And just like, yeah. he left. I was like. And literally, as soon as he left, they were all like, "The veil was lifted." We were yeah. like, we were just yeah. waiting for him to leave. Yeah. I'm, we are so glad you said something because, like, none of us like were wanting to say it. And I just, I'm the yeah. kind of person that I will tell you exactly what you think if you ask me, or if yeah. I think you're doing something. I mean, it's one of my strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes I need to learn to shut up. Um, but, <laughs> um. After that, we grabbed another person, like to say, "Hey, yeah. can you hop in it?" Uh, I, I don't remember that. It's not Morgeth. It's uh, Gold. Not Golgoroth. Is it Golgoroth? I can't remember. It's the ogre in, in King's Fall. Literally grabbed yeah, another yeah, person. Hey, hey uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it this way. Shoot his back. We'll rotate. Yeah. Literally, first time we did it, got it done. Yeah. And it was just because yeah. we were like, "Hey, hey, do you guys want to finish work?" Sure, we did it, and everyone had a great time. And it was exact. See, and you can't design. You can't design for people being holes. So I mean, yeah. and I, you just can't do it. Yeah. Like. I don't know how you're going to do it with LFG. If you can give some cool cosmetics, I think that was mm -hmm. something that was cool with Last Wish. They had some emblems, yeah. right? So the cool. guided games experience. I don't know how many of you guys hopped into guided yeah. games when I they were. Yeah, um, that was. It was uh, one of the experiences of all time. Uh, we we used to do it with uh, clan mates just to get that extra. Like, uh, um, I believe you got an Ingram for doing that for your clan oh, right. if you did if you did guided games yep, you're right um we used to do that and then we stopped after we had a bad experience with somebody that we were that 
was going into uh, guided games and kind of harassing people. <laughs> so, so, and that was their content strategy. <laughs> so, so it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. Um, but the, I, I hope it's better than that. Um, I know that this was supposed to roll out around the same time as the commendation score, which commendation scores being what they are right now, maybe not serving so much of a purpose, but I can see how like, Oh, if you have so many mastery medals, like you can only get those from so many, from so many areas of the game that if you have some of those, I can probably trust you to be able to take out like an unstoppable ogre. Something along those lines. Mm, mm, um, mm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to put this at an A. Like just just over. like a low look like a low a yeah i think like an yeah. a minus i think it'll I think it be fine be, i think it could be good for people who don't want to get on another app or console players. yeah yeah, yeah that's, def that's, definitely mm -hmm. that's definitely me that's definitely me you know anytime yeah. i hop in you know because there's 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 you know because my my community is so so overwhelmingly pvp um mm -hmm. you know like i'll definitely hit my people up first whether i'm streaming or whether in the discord or whatnot but oftentimes I end up going to the LFG just to kind of like fill out, especially if it's a six man sure. activity, a six person yeah. activity or something, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, even if it functions, uh, the exact same, you know, with no yeah. improvements, but the exact same as, you know, the online, um, I think it's just a positive that it's just in the game. It's one less step mm -hmm. that I have to take. Right. So that's, the value that's, that's kind of why, yeah, that's like kind it. of why I take it at an A, yeah. um, yeah, because it's not just like high end activities or something like that that you know I would I would want to it's it's just mm -hmm. it's just it's just salvage you know um, yeah just trying to get a, another spare rations in gram or something like that so yeah um I think going to that vault access is another thing um we're going to be able to access our vault from anywhere in space. Is what I saw. Maybe, dear God, yeah, which one is orbit. it? Yeah, in it's orbit. in orbit. You'll be able yeah. to do it in orbit. Yeah, 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 you'll be able to do it in orbit. I'm, I was looking for the thing here to see see if I could throw it in the background. Uh, vault from orbit. Don't mind. So yeah, you'll be able to do it from orbit. And they're looking into um, additional areas to give more freedom to access the vault in game as well uh, as part of that proposition. Where where do you guys push put this change? I don't know. It's it's probably like C or B. Honestly, it, it might be like a, and honestly, it might be like a high C. It's kind of just mm -hmm. like, I, actually, I wouldn't even put it a C. I mean, just like, you know, Mono said, people that are accessing it from orbit, especially, you know, mm -hmm. especially the people that are accessing it from orbit, it's just like, we got dim. We, we definitely got dim. You definitely got dim if you're, if this is one of your wish list, you know? Yeah. And with it being just something so small like that, you mm -hmm. know? Like uh, I don't care. I'm still gonna be. I'm still gonna have my dim right there in, in mm. my in my Steam overlay, you know, um, where I have much more power to do a bunch of different stuff. So just just mm. the mere fact that I can, you know, access it from orbit is kind of just like step one, right? And mm -hmm. like dim is on like step ten, and so you're gonna need to give me a few more steps if you actually want me to like value this change to the degree that. You know, I'm I'm not gonna just have like dim open wherever I normally have dim open. Mm -hmm. I'll say it again: the people that don't really care or don't really need and may not even know it, it when it drops that you can access it from orbit are just fine going to the tower, like yeah. just fine. Those are not people that have dim open. 
you know, but the people that have them open, who cares? And so yeah. I think it was kind of like, sure, I'll give it a C only because I assume this is going to be step one of whatever um, yeah. in game. Um, I won't give it a D because of that. But beyond that. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll give it a C. It's that same thing. Mm -hmm. It's that same quote from Invincible. Look at what it takes to do a fraction of what mm -hmm. this can already do. In Dim, you have the ability to not only check the inventory, the progress, yeah. the vendors. You can create loadouts. You can share them with friends. You can check your power level. You can check your exotics, what you have. Like, yep. there's just... There's, if ooh. you don't make it absolutely just slap, how are you... Like, for me, like, um, what's an old weapon? Um, uh, Let's see. Last Wish Weapons. I, I'm in yeah. Dim right now. I'm going to type in Last... <laughs> last wish and it fills it out for you and right it, there it's like yeah. every single last yep. wish weapon a source last wish there are so many additional benefits this is a perfect example of like a change that they did not need to spend time on i would rather have that person who spent time developing this spending time making another map for pvp mm -hmm. that is a better allocation yeah. of their resources way See? better because just let the community do if you're going to give them api access in the first place and there's mm -hmm. already batteries because this is dim is not the only one there's what is it called yeah. um what is it there's destiny something recipes well there's, there's destiny so you have destiny recipes oh, you, you, have, commander. you have ishtar commander yeah. Yeah. yeah i used you that have, when i back in the old days and i loved it i think yeah. braytech braytech also has braytech. a, a has. solution now too like yeah. It's I, I think that it is a thing that is so widely used, but I also think that it serves that community that is like I don't the brand new community. Yeah, or like either the brand new community or people who are just like, look, I just want to grab my shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like if you know, I, it would have been great. It would have yeah. been great at launch at Destiny 2. Like oh, this been game I, I, Yeah, I still but, don't think the people that are just like, I wanna grab my shit, they heard it from somebody to just go to Dem. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they heard it from somebody. Yeah. Like it's and, it's not hard to find. Yeah. It's not hard to like find out about. It's it's so on the tip of like so many people's tongue that if you literally right. interact with a, even a few yeah. people and that is a major like frustration point, you know about mm -hmm. you know about Dem. Like I said, the people that um don't know about Dem would be literally the people because nobody's gonna use this over just having Dem open, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, because exactly. you have like the functionality is just crazy with Dem versus yeah. just having and, and you know like the people you, that aren't they're, they're just gonna go to the tower, you know, just just as you know, kind of following the gameplay loop, you know? Do you find yourself using the in-game loadouts? Yes. It is. Yeah. It's funny because it actually has kind of become meta in a way for like mm -hmm. in-game, like it, for if you're soloing like any kind of a dungeon or if you're soloing any kind of content where you can actually switch loadouts. Yeah. It's, it's this new, it's this new um, mechanism that you can use and mm -hmm. then you can kind of game the system. Do I use it? Yeah, it helps to organize things for yeah. me. Um, I will still put stuff into dim. I, I mm -hmm. I'm sure like Tony, tell me. I'm I'm interested to hear a PvP experience of you on using builds. Like, do you have like 10 PvP builds? Do you have any PvP yeah. stuff? Yeah, like as a creator, you. as a creator. And so I gotta keep that in mind perspective-wise. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if the even even like a like a like a hardcore PvP player that isn't a content creator, do they really have uh, you know a use for all that? Are they, are mm -hmm. they just pulling it from dim? You know, so you know, I think it serves creators. I think it serves in-game in-game PvP players and PVE mm -hmm. players. PVE players probably a little bit more, but PvP players just you know like in a similar capacity in the sense of like, man, if I go into trials, 
and I need to counter with this. This is my quick, you know, yeah. this is my quick change of loadout. Same thing for comp. That's what I mean specifically by like in game, but otherwise, you know, um, yeah, I, I do. I, my, 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 uh, my loadouts stay full period 100%. Yeah. And then I, because they stay full, I probably have a few loadouts still like in dim just, you know, maybe they're less used, but still I use them every once in a while, but I can't mm -hmm. fit them, um, with the in game loadouts. So I definitely would not, and you know, I'm not necessarily saying that anybody was trying to make this, you know, specific comparison. I definitely would not compare yeah. the utility um, of like in-game loadouts to, you know, accessing your vault from space. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the in-game loadouts is just have a bunch more like viability to it um, yeah. and use cases. But um, so I, d I definitely think that that was was worth it, and I use those all mm -hmm. the, all the time. But like I said again, you know, perspective, hardcore player plus content creator. The average yeah. PvP player, even the average hardcore PvP player that only dabbles in endgame, you know, they may not find that, you know, same mm. utility. See, I like the way the way that I think about it is that it is it's doing the same thing that endgame LFG is doing. It's it's just bringing something back in. It allows you maybe a little bit more quick. It, I want to see how it iterates into like oh well, guys i gotta get something out of my vault while i'm in the raid like if you're in in the raid and being able to take something from your vault in game that'll be wonderful mm. in game and just thinking of of that use i i had it at an s just because it was Ooh, uh, yeah crazy. because you because, crazy that you crazy because that. it would be how many because it's then? in the game they talk about it all. They talk about it all the time this ain't the same bro you know what i'm saying they talk about it all the time like how many yeah. people actually do raids you know, that's how true. Many people actually do that's true. Raids. Those people that do raids have dim. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's one thing if we're talking about like an LFG, you know, I'll and put it at a B. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can, look, we could do it at B, but you wild I'll put it at it, S. I'll put it at a B. It at S. I'll put you know? it at a B. I thought more of you. That's that's basically, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was a good tool. <laughs> I thought more of you, you know, as a person, individual, somebody I looked up to, a mentor, you know what I'm saying? I thought Oh man, more you're not going to like this next one say. then. You're not going to like this next one then. Uh, I Here had audio shards. Shards go in the way of the dodo at uh at an A cuz I was like simplifying the uh economy. I'll take it. You had that at a what? I had that and at an A. Uh, he's smiling now. He's smiling. I feel it's really good. Like, I feel it's really good. Like, I don't know if Tony gonna come at me for this one. I feel I feel it's a really I'm good one. You feeling pretty, you feel like pretty good about this one. Him, I'm gonna cook him, so you go, Tony. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you cook. I'm gonna let you cook. Please. Well, go I'm ahead. not really gonna cook him, but Dan, did you do you remember? Did you play? De you played Destiny One. Yes. Remember Relic Iron? Yes. Did you enjoy mm. for Relic Iron? Look, did you, did I just you, want to get rid of stuff. We have too many currencies. I'm with you, but it's the, uh, to me, like, it's one of those things. I think they're trying to solve, like, three problems. I'm yeah. not going to kick anybody. I think you're right. There are too many currencies in the game, but again, that's a design issue. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I think that they do, that the seasonal model has gotten right, where they're like, here's your keys and here's your stuff for the year. And if you want to mm -hmm. do it, here's your keys to open up the chest. And at the end of the year, we take those out. I think that's a good, one of the seasonal things that they've done well. I think they're trying to solve the shard economy because now what's going to happen, to be honest with you, even right now in, in the economy, with what the way I play the game, the way that I focus things in the game, even as mm -hmm. an game player, I use my shards all the time. I'm out of glimmer all the time. 
here's what's going to end up happening. You're going to need to go do all these public events that you don't want to do. Things mm. that you don't want to spend your time doing so that you can get the glimmer. So you can focus that one weapon. Maybe say, mm. I haven't got my mercurial overreach that I've wanted, Tony. I've been playing comp to do that. I've just been doing my three comp games every single time. Um, I've gotten my, I've gotten my rows. I've got like two or three roses that I use, but I'm going to be focusing, focusing for that sniper rifle when it comes back, but I'm mm -hmm. going to need a ton of glimmer to do it. And I'm going to have to go do a bunch of public events and spend more time in the game. Do And this, this is the thing spending time in the game, doing things I don't want to do. Mm. Okay. Which mm. is fundamentally an L. If yeah. you are going to get rid of the shards, cool, but you need to offset it. There is a cost reward with this. So if you're going to toss them because, you know, some people have like thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands yeah. of shards because they've used many of Cheese Forever's um, shard exploits, which is totally understandable. I get they're trying to solve the issue with it. But if they're trying to make it more of an easier onboarding process for, for newer players because the, the, they don't have to worry about, oh, I only have a couple of shards. I can't get the stuff from Zerg, right. which I think is a good design choice. But then you need to... For the end game players who have fundamentally been like stocking up on some of these things that we don't want to spend time going to do patrols and some of those other things, you mm -hmm. need to give us a way of maybe we get a lot for doing a raid or maybe we do a lot for doing a dungeon or if we do a competitive match, we should get like 30,000 glimmer. Like we should get a lot for doing it. Like it shouldn't be like, okay, here's two, here's two glimmer, a button and a thumbtack. Like it just mm -hmm. doesn't work, you know? So I, I give that definitely not as strong because it's just at this point now what's happening is a lot of people are doing what they did with like season prep is they're taking those shards and they're going to the moon and I, mm -hmm. I forgot what you can purchase there but there's something you can purchase there it's um i'll think of it later but it's like one of those things like you can go to rahul and you can basically just exchange it right. for glimmer but yeah. that's what everyone's doing now at this point they're just stocking up on those things and, and beyond light had the had the the spheres that you would get from killing fallen so it's kind of the same thing um do i think it's an s or an a absolutely not i would say it's a b or a c they're just trying to solve yeah two problems i do like that they're trying to simplify things and i think that that's a that's a w but the, it, unless if they reward us in the same way or re reward end game players for it i just don't think it's as strong but that's just me yeah so, no cooking no cooking required i'm good yeah I'm going straight down the middle at a B just simply because of the fact that yeah, it's, it's, it shows uh, good intention yeah. towards an issue that we all kind of agree on with regards mm -hmm. to simplifying the economy. Um, uh, but, you know, if we don't really know how well it's going to be implemented, you know, with, with how it's going to end up, you know, actually, mm -hmm. again, reverberating through the rest of the, um, like, monetary economy. Um, and if we knew a little bit more about that, then we could probably place it, like, higher or lower. But... Um, in mm. general, it's a good thing. Um, show some intention on their part. We'll see how it ends up playing out. All right. Um, I want to get into a bit of the weapon tuning. We got this huge Dev Insight blog back on the 25th of October talking about changes that we would be seeing across well, most of most PVE stuff. It seems like it is getting a buff where whereas PVP is either not really all that much affected or other otherwise like checkmate there's a way to balance it yeah at least that's my take from it i don't know if tony has a different vibe but like it seems like a lot of the a lot of the problems they're trying to solve because the big thing for a lot of the pvp and pve community has been 
separate the modes. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Checkmate is that. There, it's their it's their way of trying to wall off the two pieces of content, and I think it's good because there's been a lot of PVE things that have gotten nerfed because of PVP, and there's also mm-hmm. things in PVP that need to be nerfed because they're really strong. Like, say for example, just ability spam, just yeah. in 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 um, PVP is just obscene right now. Um, uh, again, I don't know what Tony's take is on it, but I'm I'm oh sick yeah, of, like, no, going I completely into- agree. I w- I wouldn't even know because I ain't been there. I've been in checkmate at best. Mm-hmm. And like in trials, like if you go in, it's like if you've got two hunters and they're using the the decoy, they're just literally chucking like it's just no skill. Chuck their their seeker strand stuff, mm-hmm. shoot the shoot the decoy. You have six seekers that can go and kill you in a rift, and then they can go and engage you. And it's just like literally one tap. If you're out of position by a hair, you're dead. Or if you're in mm-hmm. movement going from one position of cover to another position of cover and like three of those seekers hit you, you're dead. And there's no, there's talking about the skill gap compression. There's no skill in that. It's literally here, here you go, chuck it, but it works. That's, that's the thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so other, like, where would you guys, the changes that are coming, um, where would you guys place this? I had this, I, Personally, glaives, I love them. I think glaives are some of my favorite weapons in the game. Um, just from from use case, I like that they're getting buffed in PvE. Um, that was enough to to get it at least a B from me. <laughs> mm. But like, I can see how across the board, I know we're seeing some changes. Um, like in the future, for a mid-season pass, Patch, we're getting bow tuning in PvP and additional weapon tuning for checkmate aimed at promoting a better diversity of weapons. Um, where would you guys place your place this? Excuse me. Um Tony, go for it. Yeah. Um like I said, um, I'm cautiously just cautious. I wouldn't even necessarily say optimistic about that better diversity in, in checkmate. I think that's a, mm-hmm. a very nuanced balance. Uh, that I think a lot of the weapon team does kind of understand, but I feel like they've got a lot of pressure from a bunch of different angles um, to not necessarily uh, like hold up the ethos of what Checkmate was dropped as. Um, mm. But, you know, just just <clears throat> cautiously cautious there. But otherwise, I think it's a dub. You know, I think yeah. the only reason why you wouldn't think that the weapon changes are a dub, um, I would say A tier, is because you just got some sort of bias against glaives. You know, glaives are cool. Glaives are in the yeah. game. Um, you know, like pull one out. Of course, I'm always concerned about how that's going to end end up affecting PvP with regards to rewarding gameplay. But I'm mm. more in line of like just positive changes, and then just pull things back if need be. Or you know, like these look like very uh, mindful changes to glaives. Um, that end up Mm -hmm. distinguishing between archetypes, um, continuing to double down on uh, the ethos behind each of the um, exotic glaives. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love to see, you know, just just really detailed, you know, mindful changes that double down on, you know, what that archetype does, what that subfamily does, um, you know, giving it an identity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and, And although, like I said, uh, you know, I'll say it again. Even though, of course, I'm 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 concerned about how that will end up playing out in PvP balance and rewarding gameplay. I'm more interested in seeing how 
um, you know, glaives come forward um, and become more viable and become more used and add to weapon diversity as a whole, first and foremost. And then, you know, if I need a little bit of something else, you know, then hopefully it can remain mostly the same. And then checkmate gets, you know, mm -hmm. toned back a little bit. I say this all the time. I just always want there to be a corner for somebody like me to find rewarding gameplay. And as long mm -hmm. as I have a corner, then I'm cool. Um, you know, let people generally enjoy what they enjoy outside of, you know, my little corner. I'm, I'm completely fine with that. So I think it's a dub. I think it's an A. Um, especially, 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 I didn't even mention this, especially for PvE. I mean, who doesn't love glaives mm -hmm. in PvE, honestly? So I just uh, love stabbing. I just, just love stabbing, stabbing just man. Stabbing, you know, stabbing Dan. Like, it's the love. only place I get to do it without getting arrested. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> Mano, what about you? What are your thoughts? I think he's right on the money. I, I just fundamentally like it when because the gameplay loop itself is so stagnant, our weapons, mm -hmm. our weapon, and, and the fact that like builds have been, some people are like, we've had more build crafting options. The truth is, is that build crafting has been significantly simplified since Lightfall. Mm -hmm. So there's, this is a video I'm actually making. It's the 10, the only 10 builds you need for Destiny. Yeah. There's like, there's like really, there's 10 builds for Destiny that you need to use. And they might shift, like there's honorable mentions that might shift up and down depending on like, the new strand um the new yeah. strand fragment or something like that or artifacts is, or yeah so it's yeah. cool to see weapons be more impactful back into the game because it's been a minute since that's happened i'm all for it like i i enjoy using glaives um i had nezarax whisper out and using it in pvp mm -hmm. and pve i've always enjoyed it i love the concept of vex caliber but they haven't really filled a niche a niche and the three exotic ones were more of just a hassle. And because yeah. of the hassle to get them, it was like, I oh, finally got to chuck it in the vault, never use it again. Yeah. But there are some cool cases where you can use it. So I'm always a fan whenever they decide, decide to say, hey, we're going to do some changes. And there's going to be some changes in PvP too. That'll fundamentally refresh the game. It'll be, oh, cool. These are the changes for this season. And we get to check it out. I think it's an A. I'm calling yeah. it an A. I think that that's cool. a solid read from Tony too. I'll toss that there then. Um... For sandbox, we have we have the thorn changes. Um, the thorn the thorn change as well as the catalyst. So in season twenty three, thorn will be getting both a catalyst to bring its strength up in PvP and change to its base behavior to make it more fun to use in PvE. So picking up a remnant can overflow the magazine up to forty rounds max. The catalyst will add plus twenty range, plus ten stability. And getting kills or picking up a remnant grants additional range, handling, and mobility. What are your thoughts on this? Tony, your face is scrunched. <laughs> Tony, do it. Bro, do I'm, it. A, I'm, okay. a, I'm, a, I'm a hand cannon main, and this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. I, I, don't, yeah. I ain't ever want this. I never wanted this. Never wanted yeah. this. You know? I don't know what type of overcompensation is going on over there because it's clearly obvious that this is crazy OP. Like mm -hmm. I was talking about it on Twitter. I'm just like, well, get ready to see basically 12 thorns in, yeah. in lobbies. You know, every single person using a thorn. Obviously, they've got, I, I know they do. I know 100%. They've got, um, you know, like some strings basically ready to pull to pull it back. Like, I know that. I know that. But still, like it's... I guess I guess maybe since I know that it's not as bad, you know, because mm -hmm. I I know for certain that they have some strings to pull to pull it back in line, somewhat back in line, but uh, it's it's a little like baffling to me, honestly. 
The yeah. range thing in particular was the one thing that I've been very outspoken about. Like Thorn, you know, the identity of the weapon and, you know, because it's a heavy, like, sweat weapon, scrim weapon, yeah. I know it very, very well and how competitive it is, especially in the hands of a, of a niche, like, Thorn user. It is extremely potent, extremely potent. Uh, and so, like, there's, 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 it's not as if, you know, like, the range is affecting it like that with somebody that is in tune with Thorn. Now, right. that being said, I completely understand that they want to pull it forward to allow, you know, more folks to have access to a very iconic Destiny hand cannon uh, in PvP. And so, you know, like, I'll give them that plus 5 range, but plus 20, you know, plus 10 range, plus 20, then more range on top of that? You know what I'm saying? We're talking about some cross-map type stuff. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, like, especially with the burn, you're just going to be ticking everybody. Ain't nobody recovering. Nobody's recovering. Um, so the only thing that I can kind of come up with is that it's just this kind of overcompensation to get people to move again, get people to push mm -hmm. again, get people to get aggressive again, because everybody's got this, everybody's going to have this tool. Um, the other thing that may end up, you know, we don't know uh, how it's going to be acquired. The catalyst as well it could be it could be something that is uh like tied to a, a super long quest time gated whatever else to the degree you see necrochasm right now right necrochasm isn't crazy in the crucible mm -hmm. you know because it actually takes you know some some things to get right and so that might be kind of like naturally time gating it to the point where it won't be overwhelming to see thorn and then people will just be going crazy with it the people that have it are just gonna be going crazy for it with it for time. We've seen it plenty of times. You know, the people that got Vex just went crazy with it um, for mm -hmm. a bit. They lived that power fantasy, um, and then as it you know came up in usage rates, um, it, it got pulled back a little bit here and there. That's what I anticipate to probably you know happen, and it for to drive some sort of activity that maybe Bungie mm -hmm. wants it to drive. But um, I was a little disappointed to see it drop like so hot because it's so 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 obviously overpowered. Um, I mean, not just with the range stuff but also with the overflow stuff as well. Um, but like I said, I'm not against it, people. Mm -hmm. Look, look, don't hate me. Don't hate the messenger. Not against <laughs> it. All right. We just all know it's going to drop. We just going, it's going to drop hot. It, it's fine. I'm going to be fine myself. I would just put it at a, <sighs> I'm going to put it at an A simply because I think my thorn users deserve it. Yeah. And it's an iconic, you know, weapon. And I know that, you know, there's going to be some, there's, there's some strings, you some know, push and pull. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some strings, you know, that are already in place to pull it back if need be. Um, so, and I guess the, the only thing that doesn't give it an S in that, I know I said a lot of like stuff I was concerned about <laughs> and I still put it at an A, but it, yeah. like I said, the Thorn users deserve it. It's an iconic weapon. Honestly, the only thing that doesn't put it at an S is we don't know what type of quest is tied to. If this quest mm -hmm. or whatever it is, is a banger. I say yes, you know, at that point, let it rock yeah. for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Pull the strings, pull it back a little bit, but uh, we need something to be excited about, whether we're talking about PVE or PVP. There's nobody that's not going to be excited. That's a, that's a yeah. fan of the franchise. that's not going to be excited about, you know, Thorne coming through and, uh, and, they, and, and being hot, you know, got to be reasonable about it. Yeah. It's, it's iconic. Mano, what about you? I have four quick things. I'll try to okay. be quick with it. Okay. One, I'm biased because my stream started out, like literally my, my overlay was two thorns, like at the top of my screen. <laughs> and like the first thing I ever started doing helps with and like teaching yeah. people how to do stuff was the summoning pits. There was a guy, I had one viewer, mm -hmm. it was my brother. And then there was me. And then there was this guy that literally stopped in 
um white wolf i forget yeah. what his, the numbers were but it was like white wolf and he's like hey what are you doing i'm like oh yeah i'm just soloing this uh this thorn mission because you know i need something to do and it's kind of fun he's like oh dude i need help with that and he stopped in the stream i helped him get thorn so, cool. so like yeah i, memories, I have a man. connection with thorn yeah. from a personal level so that's the first thing number two is that the pve side of things could see some real cool things with this so i could yeah. see the strength of it be it's cool to see a weapon like that because necrochasm is cool in pve as well there's also mm -hmm. like i used it last week in trials in a couple of spots and it actually helped no necrochasm it, is crazy good it, in pvp really good like it, especially yeah. like if there's a lot of people who are holding on to each other's butts like mm -hmm. if you get someone with the, the headshot and they explode and it gets the other teammate like i've actually saved and actually a couple of people in my community have done the same thing like i have some videos that people have sent me of like it saved their trials matches using yep. necrochasm so thorn could be the same thing so i'm excited to see what they're going to do with pve and thorn because mm -hmm. i could see it being really kind of cool there so that's the second thing. the third thing is it might be overpowered in pvp and i, I guess yeah. three and four are kind of tied together but this goes back to what i was thinking before and I'd like to hear maybe like an like a little bit of to what Tony's thought is. Again, this goes to the idea of maybe they're going to make checkmate more of like the competitive experience, and maybe bring that straight up into competitive because maybe Thorn doesn't have as much strength. Again, I'm just theory crafting. Maybe they do something mm -hmm. to Thorn so that it's more powerful in like you know normal Crucible, but when you go into checkmate again that's their way of sort of balancing everything together right that's kind of mm -hmm. my theory is they're using it to balance everything together um so i could see that it being their way of balancing things is just be like in checkmate you know it's a it's a strong weapon but at the same time it's not so powerful because in checkmate we've done some specific pvp tuning to it Mm -hmm. So I could see that that's that was kind of my third and fourth thing is like I think it's going to be absolutely broken in PVP and they're going to have to do something with it. Uh, oh yeah, it goes to the quest. Um, if they decide to put the catalyst <laughs> in the dungeon, oh man, that'd be very strange. But I could see them doing that, like having the catalyst yeah. quest being in a dungeon, be in the dungeon being monetized. Right. I hope they don't do that. Generally, there's an exotic that goes with every dungeon. Yeah, and they just have the catalyst with that. I don't think they'll do it. But I was just thinking, like if they're like. Oh, we need revenue. That'd be an easy way for them to do it. I hope they don't do it that way. But yeah, yeah, I, hope, yeah I really I hope they, they cool. don't. I hope, I hope so. they like have an absolute banger of a quest because the agreed the the cool quests and the secrets are the things that the community really vibes on, like Whisper, mm -hmm. Outbreak, Presage. At least a lot of the PVE community does and enjoys are those little quests that kind of in Hawk Moon. Like, those are things that help to drive the PVE community outside the basic strikes raids and things like that so I, i'm yeah. excited for it um an a is probably the right place to put it because i think it is yeah. one of, it's going to be one of the iconic changes for this season yeah 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 um and to come back around to uh, what you said with regards to well two things one was uh, i forgot about the pve builds absolutely absolutely that's mm -hmm. gonna be fun it's gonna be like kind of like so overpowered you know yeah. that it pushes a weapon that you wouldn't necessarily see a whole archetype that you wouldn't necessarily see in PVP, especially like PVP, I'm sorry, PVE, especially PVE in game. Um, people are going to be putting on those, those gauntlets. Uh, what are those things called? The warlock um, ones. Yeah. The warlock ones, uh, um, that synergize with, uh, thorn and anything, uh, corrupt, it's not corruption, but what is it called? Um, Necrotic grip. Necrotic grip. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and just coming up with like little fun things, you know, for that. Um, but, uh, what was, what was the startup number three, by the way, Mono, where you were just well, like, uh, 
I hope that's gonna uh, be broken in PvP. Oh, it's uh, it's basically check mark. the, the checkmate. checkmate's gonna be the way that oh, they checkmate. PvP. They're, yeah, they're so the crazy thing. PvP. Yeah, the crazy thing about that is it's gonna operate. Um, it's still gonna be OP and checkmate. Um, oh, because so? it's okay. checkmate. Checkmate operates very similarly to scrims, actually. Um, in scrims, um, everybody's running uh, at least six resilience, um, mm-hmm. and so there will be a resilience checkpoint by which uh, somebody can get like two headed. Um, well, that's interesting, but I, I I expect in normal resilience in normal crucible you have to have at least six resilience mm-hmm. in order to avoid like burning out to two headies with thorn perk. Um, and so I just assume that there's going to be some sort of resilience checkmate. I'm sorry, that there is some sort of, because the values don't actually change, um, you know, when the catalyst comes out, that there right. is some sort of like resilience check for Thorn as well. And, you know, with resilience being uh, still decently important in checkmate, um, you know, people are going to be definitely, I mean, everybody's going to be cognizant of whatever the, the resilience uh, like mm-hmm. um, check is going to be for Thorn, whether it be checkmate or otherwise. It'll still be very, very strong, is what I'm saying. And something that, is just think about the monarch in the form of like a hand cannon. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. especially with all that range. I mean, and think about how the monarch, even as a lightweight, is still something. And even with bows being diminished in checkmate and bows being soon to be diminished, but bows being diminished in checkmate currently right now. Uh, I won't talk about the bow changes in the future because we don't know what that's about. People yeah. are still using the monarch. That's the one, that's the one bow that I still see being used in checkmate. Um, and so uh, there's just something to the fact that it burns, it causes that tick damage, it prevents recovery, um, and that we have that uh, that team shooting element of it, uh, and uh, that there's the, that resilience check as well. So um, still going to be OP and checkmate, um, it's just to a lesser degree, and then we're going to have to figure out what the resilience check you know is for it, and whether it's you know too high or too low based on the average person and what they're running for resilience versus you know other resilience checks that exist in checkmate. Basically, what I was thinking is that, you know, the big argument that the community has said is let's let's balance PvP and PvP separately. My theory mm-hmm. is that that's what they're doing with Checkmate is they're like, okay, PvP players and PvE players, we hear you. Mm-hmm. So I could see them. And, and just to that point, Tony, you're exactly you're kind, like we're all kind of like around the same subject is like they do something. So it's not broken inside mm-hmm. of inside Checkmate, of Checkmate in particular. In, in particular, but then they make yeah. it powerful in other things, which could, could be a W if, if that's the path. Yeah. And they use Checkmate as kind of their like, okay, we're balancing things for PvP and we're using Checkmate as kind of our, what would you call it, like our sketch pad and the way yeah. that we like get the community. Their first the check. Yeah, it's their, it's literally their first <laughs> yeah. check because I, I easily could see them moving Checkmate to more modes inside of Destiny because it helps to balance, because I, I don't remember all the, all the specifics of it, but doesn't it help out balance more of your ability spam and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it does because mm-hmm. you get you got increased cooldowns for your abilities. Yep. So I could easily see them like doing that and just being like, you know, we're gonna do a little bit more testing, like one more one more test. And my theory is like, okay, we're gonna balance PvP and checkmate is literally our checkpoint, and they're mm-hmm. gonna just like literally say, okay, everything's checkpoint uh, checkmate now. Go. And I could see them doing that as a way to make it so that there is a balance. That we can still be powerful in PvP or PvE, excuse me. We can still be powerful in ability spam in PvE, mm-hmm. and then in PvP, it's checked, which is totally okay. In part, it also fits with the title of it. I think that's a great idea. Like, I'm all for it. I think that would be a great thing to do. And if Thorn is checked like that, 
And it's basically like their template for being like, okay, we're going to check the power level of yeah. this in PV. Okay, it's way broken. Let's tone it down <laughs> a little bit. Like, I, I could see that being a W not only for the PVE community because we get to keep our broken builds, which are required basically now for endgame mm -hmm. bosses and stuff like that. But also, the PvP community can be happy because they are focused more on gun skill and movement, which is really what PvP should be oriented around. Mm -hmm. Not, hey, I can throw all this, I can throw all these grenades. Yeah, yeah not to have abilities at the forefront. Yeah, I agree. And, and the reason why I agree a little bit more with what you're saying as well with regards to maybe they're testing out Checkmate. Um, in order to implement, uh, at the very least, those ability cooldowns um, uh, throughout the rest of the Crucible is the fact that in Season 23, they said that the ability cooldown penalty in Checkmate specifically will be decreased from 50% to 30%. So they're mm -hmm. clearly testing things out. And the fact that they decreased that penalty, you know, uh, tells me that, yeah, you might be right. That they're testing it out to try to see, because I've, I've, I've long said that checkmate honestly is fine the way that it is as far as like the ability mm -hmm. uh cooldown but if we're gonna bring that to the wider crucible it can't be as 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 jarring as the difference between checkmate and regular crucible is right now there has to be mm -hmm. some sort of middle ground between the two and you know 50 percent to 30 percent sounds like a little bit of a a middle ground so if they're testing that um then i'd be more inclined to think that you're right that they're testing to bring those uh those checkmate cooldowns into the wider crucible and I mean, from a PvP player standpoint, and again, I played a little bit of Checkmate and enjoyed it. But Tony, you like the Checkmate experience, don't you? Like compared I to love, the Crucible? Love, love, L-O-V-E, love. <laughs> love. But my, my point is, yes, I love it. Well, and see, that could be a good thing because maybe, maybe they don't layer in all of Crucible, but maybe there's like a, you know, talking about the casual playlists and like the more competitive playlists, maybe they could layer that on Trials and they could mm -hmm. put it on Competitive Experience and they could put it on like the, the those two experiences to make it so that people, this was one of the original talking points is like, we need to have an avenue so that skilled players can feel your improvements and things being rewarded. And they can't feel that right now in basic crucible. So maybe this is their way of, again, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and I'm theory crafting mm -hmm. for them. But if that's the case, I mean, you just heard Tony, like just, I love, 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 L O V E love. Yeah love it i mean if he's excited to do it again that's great i've enjoyed when i hop in i don't do it very much because again there, for yeah. me there's no carrot but if there's you know if they put that into trials i'll be happy because there will be less ability spam it'll be more gunplay which was to me was always fundamentally destiny's greatest strength in the yeah. first place mm, is movement gunplay because bungie nails that so yeah. I, I would be super happy if they did that too yeah yeah, and they, they, I think they mentioned the fact that they were uh, going to have some checkmate weekends in trials. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll be seeing that. And it just it just further doubles down on the fact that you, I think you're absolutely leaning in the right direction is that checkmate is basically just a, a test for where uh, things are going to end up going uh, with the wider crucible. And we may, you know, it may not just become like all checkmate. They, they might just move the 30% back to the 50%, but they're just utilizing checkmate and the labs right now, currently, right. in order to test where they want the wider crucible to go, you know? So it's all labs. It's all their test. In a live uh, environment. Around. Yeah, in a, in live, a live environment. environment. Yeah. That, yeah. The, without bringing a section of the population into, like, private <laughs> uh, yeah. servers. Yeah, most definitely. All right. The final thing on the board here. Um... Season 23. So I know I have a story here. Maybe it should have been seasonal. Uh, but season 23, what are your guys' thoughts on it? We're going to be going back, seemingly, to the Dreaming City. Uh, there's going to be some Ahamkara hijinks, uh, possibly tying, putting a nice little bow on that 
uh, prospect or uh, off on that storyline um, that started so many years ago. I think, uh, you know, unless Mono, you want to go first. No, you go first, Tony. You're cooking. You're good. You're good. I think a, I think a, I think, I think it's almost surely going to be like good. You know, Mm -hmm. it possibly could move up to S, but if I was a betting person, I wouldn't put it in a B. First of all, we're talking about last wish. Yeah. We're talking about forsaken. We're talking about one of the best DLCs to drop in all of like we're just we're rocking with what forsaken and taken king is that we're rocking with that's that's what we're rocking with right i think so i think which queen gets an honorable mention mention in there yeah so we're talking about two of the best dlcs we're talking about one of the one of the two best dlcs uh we're talking about just so much nostalgia the comeback story Mm -hmm. for forsaken as well as far as destiny 2 what a time gotta be like the the best you know for most of us um as far Mm -hmm. as out of out of out of memory for destiny 2 um, so to get that nostalgia back with Last Wish, you know, for us coming in off of uh, the um, the puzzle that just dropped that everybody's like super excited about for the most part. I've, I've only seen for the most part, like overwhelming excitement about yeah. that. Um, and, you know, the lead up into Final Shape, I can't imagine that Bungie wouldn't put significant amount of resources behind uh, mm-hmm. that lead up to the Final Shape. Um, I just think it's it's almost assuredly got to be like a banger off of just the collective will coming out of Bungie and and everybody just coming together to make that happen. Um, but between that collective will leading into Final Shape and also it it, it based on you know the the sub genre of lore uh, from mm-hmm. a time that we all loved and have so much nostalgia for, you know between those two things, I think it's got to be at least at least an A. If I was a betting man, it could mm-hmm. end up being like you know, one of the best seasons ever, um, especially yeah. with all these other changes. If these other changes uh, end up being bangers, um, even the stuff that we don't necessarily know whether it's well thought out or not, you know, the overwhelming yeah. majority ends up being really well thought out. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's the only thing that I'm kind of actually, you know, excited about, you know, yeah. in the near future. I'm, ex- I'm more excited about next season, honestly, than Final Shape. That's, that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying something. Mano, what about you? I am uh, cautiously optimistic. So this season, Season of the Witch, was the first time, I believe, and I could be wrong because someone could check me on it, but I believe this season, from a narrative standpoint, was mm-hmm. one of the better seasons, one of the stronger seasons. Um, yeah. I think it was hindered by the fact that we... <sighs> I think this season, from a narrative standpoint, was excellent. I think the puzzles were great, but it, mm-hmm. I think the the... It's not the season's fault that there's just so much in the game right now that like right. what was the was previous season season of the deep season of the deep mm-hmm. was right before that yeah. yeah so I think we were hindered because season of the deep was was okay but it was still kind of the same thing we mm-hmm. were more like we were excited and it was cool but it's the whole drip fed content thing I think that says more about this seasonal model than the seasonal itself. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I think he, Tony hit it right on the head. We're going back to the Dreaming City, and the Dreaming mm-hmm. City is the the Dreaming City is the best environment that we have in Destiny Two, hands down. It's the best one by a long shot. Um, going back and doing stuff inside the Dreaming City and potentially with Riven and using all those pieces there is going to be fantastic. Having Marasov, who's obviously clearly strong, and having the interactions with her brother take center stage again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can give my hopes and my dreams and my hope and aspirations for this season. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see more of the story with uh, Crow 
and mm-hmm. Lara kind of play mm-hmm. out. It was really crow heavy for a while there. And then like we kind of took a break and now it's about leaning up to that. But I would really like to see how that whole relationship progresses. Um, I hope that they don't make the fundamental mistake of this season, which is where, oh yeah, by the way, and Sabathun rezzed herself and she's gone now and they didn't show yeah. it. Like uh, they need to show more. They need to invest more in that. I think the cutscene was pretty good. And the final cutscene before the puzzle was great. Um, the only thing I, I would say is that, that they need to, it'll it'll be interesting. Are we considering the new dungeon to be part of this season or is that something? I, separate? So I was asked that a few times today and I feel like in general, they are part of the season. They are part of the se- the seasonal narrative that we all tell every time. It also part of that was the possibility of a raid coming back with craftable weapons. I think I had that on here for a, for like a moment until I realized that that wasn't confirmed. Um, so like things along those lines, I I'm, I'm sticking them with the season currently okay. for this voting. Process. I'm, I'm asking because I consider them being part of the season too, but because they're not monetized the same, right. Technically, technically they're, they're separate. separate again this goes to my theory of bungie just put it all together and just let it yeah. be one price point just that it, it's more of that thing for the community because you know if we're talking from a seasonal perspective it's technically yeah. not part of the season but it should be just put it together because well, i just be go back go back to the fact that it says season 23 story you know yeah and they're like any story that's a part of the dungeon, any lore that comes with a part of the dungeon is mm-hmm. going to be intertwined right. with, you right. know, the, the, the seasonal storyline as well. You know, I'm mixing same way my, deep was I'm mixing. My uh, vibes. I, get, I get your point. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know. I'm mixing the vibes of the monetization with the actual mm-hmm. seasonal content. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be an A. I think it's going to be great. I think the armor looks pretty cool too. Um, I'm not yeah. sure like, the, the armor and like the bow and any, any of the awoken stuff that we've had always looks great. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. I'm excited to see how we get in, you know, how how the fifteenth wish works out. Yeah. I do also like the fact that they seem to be closing more loops. Yeah, I think it's strong mm-hmm. for them. I like the fact that they're starting to be like, okay, we're we are starting to wrap some stuff up narratively. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing that kind of got wrapped actually was factions. Like we're like, mm-hmm. okay, the factions are gone now because. Um, the what i can't remember her name but the uh future world lakshmi. lady lakshmi, lakshmi decided to you know have a moment and then got wrecked for it and you know yeah that was actually it was cool they're starting to cl- cl- uh, close these threads so i'm excited to see them start to to double down i hope that they just really start to execute better because this season was a good start i hope that they mm-hmm. reiterate um, I think the card piece was kind of cool, like the whole idea of like you oh, have yeah. the different cards. That you pick. I think that was nice. I think it was interesting. I don't think it was like groundbreaking. It was interesting, mm-hmm. and it wasn't you know the the three by the three by five or three by six node system that we had for two three years. It was, um, but it yeah, wasn't. But, yeah, <laughs> well, it like, was. And it wasn't. It was. Yeah. It was the same thing. But you know, this at least at least they're iterating on it. You know. Yeah. At least exactly. And taking exactly. chances. Yeah, so, Dan. I'm excited to see what they do with this. Negative Dan, Nancy. Look, Jeez, it was Dan. it was essentially the same. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to be the man, person. Y'all PVE players. Y'all, be, y'all be eating. Y'all been eating so good. We look we have me. been, and we've been look spoiled, at Tony. Look at look at me. Spoiled. Look at me. Us PVP players. We sit up here like, oh, we got anything? <laughs> oh, we you got, got cards? <laughs> we got we got cards? That's crazy. That's crazy. Like when I saw the card system, I was like. Honestly, I'm I'm dead serious when I say this. When I yeah. saw the card system, I was like, 
oh shit, we got we got something brand new. Up until the, you said a second ago, I didn't connect the dots that it was kind of like the old system, you know? <laughs> I literally didn't. I literally didn't. I was like, oh, this is brand new. This is cool, the, man. The Y'all deck really building section time. of that, the deck building piece of that was amazing. I, fi- I like being able to kind of hone what buffs you wanted in each activity. That was banger. But yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I The only thing that I can, like, I'm I'm putting it at an A. Um, I would have put an S, but we don't know how it's going to end. And if it ends with, uh, us just making a wish on a dragon, like, please dragon, let us through the traveler. Then I'm I might be a little upset, but I, I think I'll be okay. Other than that, um, I think that's a wrap on this, unless we have any categories that we want to move around. Anything that you you thinking on can move up or down. Honestly, I'm just but no, I, I'm looking. This is looking pretty good to me. I'm honestly just yeah. uh, pleasantly surprised at uh, how top heavy this is. Yeah, honestly, that we so, did like pleasantly, pleasantly. Yeah, we didn't hit any S's. We didn't go down into the D's. It's I fairly well balanced. Yeah, in in that regard. Um. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I'm so Thanks sorry for, for taking up so much of it. No, you're um, good. No, no, you're <laughs> totally cool. Tony, it was good talking to you again, man. It's been Yo, a likewise, yeah. likewise. Always, always a pleasure for real. We we got like, I'm telling you, amongst all of us, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Dan's, the motto, you know what I'm saying, the live, uh, the epic Dan's, you know what I'm saying? We're all friends uh, for years now, you know, like, yeah. uh, and man, like anytime I get some time with you guys, I wouldn't necessarily say our... I mean, I guess it's kind of like a small knit group, you know, in, in mm-hmm. you know, yeah. relative comparison or whatnot. But it's just like, I know that whenever any of you come through, I'm going to get like a great conversation, some great insights, some great perspectives that I can take back to my communities. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we're, we're all so busy. We just don't get time to just yeah. chill most times as well. So this is a time for us to kind of just like poke at each other, hang out and, and vibe. So, no, I appreciate I appreciate the time. That's that's half of the value of coming through you know, here is, is just being able to spend time with you guys as well. So I appreciate it. It's nice yeah. to, it's nice to feel and hang out with other people who have very similar views to you. And maybe you can have, I wouldn't even say disagreements cause I don't feel like I had disagreements, but different points of view. I don't know. You and, guys yeah. really didn't like what I thought about. <laughs> that was <Access>. crazy. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't believe that. It was like, you know what it was like, Dan? It's like having, um, like the person that is actually hosting to just be so ill prepared, you know? That's what Look, it felt like to me. That's what it felt. It, it felt like there was no depth. I it felt like there was no depth to that to that S tier. I'm just letting him cook. That was S tier to me. Simple vault access in. Orbit. I like it a lot. Man, I think that's I, crazy. It's gonna ask anyone. It's gonna be fine. Ask People anyone. are gonna love it. Sound it. like you ain't asked nobody. They're gonna eat it. <laughs> They're gonna eat it up. I'm telling you. <laughs> Look, maybe you know yeah. what I'm saying. I, I defer to you. You got you got you got a pulse on the community, Dan. I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let you rock. You know, but I was honestly surprised. Both and, and I ain't gonna put myself in a whole, both me and Mono. We were both. You we guys both. both your eyes. Your eyes yeah, got. We were both really surprised. wide, like yeah. to the point where up our eyebrows. Yeah, were. both of your yeah. eyes got so yeah, large that they kind of melded into one another, like like <laughs> like pools. <laughs> And can like you imagine if Liv was here? Spaces. I was about to say, oh, if, if Liv ended up making it, I would have been ain't dead. no way that one of these right here, <laughs> one of these right here would 100% be in D tier. There's no way that something would have survived the D tier if Liv wasn't here, for real. <laughs> Woo. 
That's a, that's a, that's a very passionate lady. <laughs> very passionate lady. But yeah, and we love her. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Dan Finity. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagram and the TikTok at DanFinityGG. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash DanFinity, helping guardians with in-game activities. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Anything you say helps us in the algorithm. And if you'd like to give a couple bucks a month to help keep the lights on, head on over to coffee.com forward slash DanFinity. That is ko-fi.com forward slash DanFinity. All the links in the notes for the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.